Vic is here. He is doing some last minute touches in, in this cool building somewhere. Pro Joe is here too. Doing some final things. It'll be interesting to hear what you guys say, whether you guys have, if you guys watched the debate, if you watched Trump and Tucker. We're going to get into both of those things. We'll just need to put, I'll put it back. That's not, we don't need that till 930. I'm Mickey Haley. You see her? Yes, I certainly do. Yeah. Yeah. You do a really good Nikki Haley. Yeah, for sure. That's all I heard. Uh huh. Ukraine. Yeah, Ukraine. I was surprised, and I know we're going to get into that, but I was literally surprised at how many people still want to send money to Ukraine and back that. I was like, people, people, that's why we're in trouble. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Hi, guys. Show before the show. <laughs> I'm sure they all heard your Nikki Ailey. Yeah. It's difficult for women. It is. I'll give her that, but it's. I don't know, but it is because you know, and I know that as a woman myself. But she lost, but she just you can't. She just kind of lost it. Yeah, it is harder for women because if we say the same bold statements, sometimes we sound like Chris Wallace, like we're a bitchy man. Who called him a bitchy man? Um, Tucker Carlson. That's right. <laughs> During the interview last night, he called Chris Wallace. Well, because Trump said to him, you know, something like, hey, um, you, you probably don't like him much. And he called him a bitchy man. Kathleen's right. Haley is too scattered. Kurt likes your impression. Yay. You, uh, uh. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, uh. Vivek's looking at her like, what, what the hell? Yeah, I'm guessing if Vivek was the president, I don't mm. think he would pick her as the VP. <laughs> oh, look at Sasha. She can she loves Thursdays because she gets to watch the whole show live. Yay, Sasha. Even the show Love before that. the show. That's the one thing people don't know about Vic. He is funny as hell. Who is? You. you think I'm funny? Oh, yes, really? I do. Uh-huh. That's what people don't know about you. You're just, you're just funny as you're hell. You're just being nice and no, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not being nice to you because no, I tell to, you when you're wrong. He needs to go open go to open mic night at the Funny Bone. Yeah, yeah. See, see, Joe agrees with. What me. did Joe say? You need to go to open mic night at the Funny Bone. You need to do the open mic night at the Funny Bone. 
Stop it. You want to write the script for me? I'll do sure. your script. Yeah, Joe, Joe actually, is Joe, funny actually, as hell, Joe too. Actually, Joe should be there. Do you know, though, but your persona... Uh-huh. Here, hold on a second. I got yeah, to get serious for this. Okay, okay watch this. this. He's going to do it. The show before the show. Since Uh-oh. I try to be down the middle, let me center my chair. I was leaning to the right. Oh, oh, Lord forbid. See, I, see, I get you because, you know, I lean way more to the right than people think. To the left, to the left. left to the, oh, yeah. Is that you, Vic? No. To the left, to the left. And Lizzie's to the right, to the right. No, really, Vic's, he tries to be right down the middle and fair and truthful. Sometimes. But you know what? You let the real Vic come out when you when we know what you're thinking. Yeah, baby. Just get the crown and the vodka rolling. Woohoo. It was embarrassing, and the left were just sitting there laughing. Yeah, are, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Today's packed. I was so excited I didn't work out this morning because there was too much to do with the show. There is. We have so much stuff um, to so get and into. We still can't, yeah, and still can't get into all of the oh, sound bites and everything else. Uh, Kevin uh, Malutnik, who owns Strategic Air Services, yes. uh, where we broadcast live out of, best um, private air fi- air, airline you're going to find, mm-hmm. uh, luxury flying he went to the debate last night he didn't get back till 2 a.m from milwaukee oh but he's coming into work he's gonna drop by the studio yes yes yep. during the, he'll drop by his facebook post last night about it was oh you know great. what i got some pics yeah you Pro do Drum, i'm gonna send uh you a couple pics yes here. yeah so any of you guys that don't know about that we're located in the st louis area in midwest in the midwest and our owner of the building and strategic air services he was there last night at the debate joe i'm just sending you a couple pictures buddy uh of kevin there last night of kevin okay kevin is one cool gentleman It's already eight o'clock. Damn. Yes, it's, yeah, we were already just talking right, All right. The show before the show. All right, let's go ahead. We'll start the show. Start show the, show. the show. Hey guys, welcome to Cancel This, CancelTheShow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks, Projo in the house, taking care of business, making us looking good as sound as we possibly sound as good as we can. Uh, this is Cancel This, CancelTheShow.com, August 24th edition of the live TV audio podcast. We appreciate all of you who jump in live, and of course, all of you who catch us after we're live, 8 to 10 a.m., Monday through Friday. That is Central Time, of course. News, news headlines, politics, interviews, business, entertainment, paranormal, cancel culture. Uh, we cover it all. <laughs> We're appreciative of that. So thanks for jumping in. Um, big show today, nine o'clock hour. We'll work backwards to forwards. We've got T Dubbo, rapper up, rapper up. <laughs> that was funny. Rapper up, bro. Rup, rup. Rapper, hip hop artist, T Dubbo. Uh, known around the country. Pretty hardcore rapper. We've had him in before. He's going to talk about an event he has coming up. Plus, some real raw issues going on in society today. Um, he wasn't a big Kim Gardner fan when we had him last time. She's now gone. I'll be curious to get his thoughts on that. Yeah, I'd like to hear what he says. Um, also, 9 o'clock, uh, Scott Odie, 
he led a group of people who were trying to pay for a map. It's the largest school district, one of the largest school districts in the state of Missouri. It's Francis Howell. Uh, for people around the country, just think of your biggest school district. There's kids and families that get help for lunches. Yeah, there are families and people that deal with this. So with that being said, there, I think the total was $28,000 in unpaid lunches from last year. Ugh. So if you can't pay for it and there's a bill, you've got a situation where the kids get something from the guy. It's not a very good meal. So Scott and a bunch of people came together, raised a bunch of money. They tried to give it to Francis Howell and they wouldn't take it. They say, oh, we got to go through the board meeting. There's supposed to be a board meeting tonight there. That's crazy. I know. It's great. There's also a board meeting for school district in Wentzville. I mean, I, well, hopefully we can get into all of that, where you had a school board member talking about being uh, strong-armed, if you will, mm-hmm. by the board president, the yep. vice president, with attorneys involved, because they don't want Wentzville school board members dr- driving possibilities of disagreements when it comes to schools Yep. and what the kids are going to be. T- I mean, it's insane uh we'll try to get to that that's at nine o'clock okay then during this eight to nine o'clock hour tons of debate stuff donald trump winners losers from last night's debate um massive video um going uh viral of a woman being beat and drug in oakland california mm-hmm. um I, I still haven't seen it a lot on national media nope local news isn't covering it um uh, couple african-american guys beating the hell out of a white woman dragging her all over the street um sorry just pisses me off that uh it's not getting the kind of coverage it should um anyway if races were mixed if other things were there would it be getting more coverage um i don't know we'll see anyway packed show get everybody in get your coffee get your drinks get your salt water whatever your lemon by the way joe i got lemons uh yesterday I started, I started my lemon juice yesterday. I'm telling you, you're going to notice a difference real quick. <laughs> I'm just eating it raw. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's yummy. It's great, my too, raw isn't eggs, it? It tastes like so Rocky. good. Yeah. Uh, we'll show you our sponsors. These are two minutes long. This commercial's two minutes. Uh, support our sponsors if you can. If you know of others that want to get involved with the show, let us know uh, as we bring people in. Also, another update about Winties tonight. If you didn't hear yesterday, we'll let you know what's going on there. So, two minutes. We'll be right back with CancelTheShow.com. Carroll House has the largest selection of solid wood with the hottest new styles. Real furniture that's built to last. Like our solid bedrooms, living rooms, and dining from Kincaid. Our volume enables us to save you a lot of money, especially during our solid wood sale. Plus get free financing, fast free delivery, and free in-home design. So for solid wood, sweet styles, and solid service since 1964, shop over three football fields of furniture at Carroll House. Because you like nice things. Jonathan, what does make Rockwood so special? Rockwood, we carbonize it higher than anybody else does. So we're cooking out everything that produces ash, smoke, anything like that. Uh, it gives you a lot more control over the temperature, a lot co- more control over the fire, and it's a 100% Missouri product. All right, where can people get it? It's at 100-plus locations around St. Louis, any Deerberg, Straub's, uh, meat markets, wine and cheese stores, hardware stores, you name it, we're around St. Louis. Just check the website. And good charcoal should be able to break apart your hands like absolutely, does, yeah. Right? If, if you can't break it apart by hand, it's not charcoal yet. It's still wood. They didn't do the job, so make sure it can break apart by hand. All right, get your rockwood charcoal, Marco. Wait, 
What? No response? Hi, I'm Curtis Barks with Complete Auto Body and Repair, offering full service and auto repair to St. Louis and St. Charles. We are looking for someone to say polo. That's right. We are hiring. We want you now. If you would like to work in a well-paying environment, then you owe it to yourself to stop by one of our six Complete Auto Body and Repair locations. Will you help me find that missing person? Please call me directly at 636-488-HIRE. That's right. 636-488-4473. Dad and service. Oh, yeah. And service. Attention, anyone who served, lived, or worked at Marine Corps Base Camp Lejeune between 1953 and 1987. Camp Lejeune's drinking water was dangerously toxic, and base personnel and their families have since suffered cancer and other illnesses. If you or a loved one spent time at Camp Lejeune and were diagnosed with cancer, you may be eligible for significant compensation. Call the Driscoll firm now. Consultations are free, and you won't pay a fee unless we get you the money you deserve. 1-800-805-4800. Hey guys, welcome back in to Cancel This, CancelThisShow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks. Man, I love that two-shot you set up. I've told you that a ton. I love it. Feel free to use that during the show, too. I do. Back and forth from that to us. Um, love to see it. Okay, guys. Ugh. Okay. Here we go, baby. We go. August 24th. The podcast, CancelThisShow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks and Projo. Um, grateful you guys are with us this morning. We've got the packed hour. We were already telling everybody what was coming up. Nine o'clock hour, a group of parents trying to pay for kids' uh, overdue lunch bills from families that can't afford it. Told, ah, we're going to put you on hold. We'll get the latest on what's going on with the district on that. 9.30, rapper T-Dubbo in studio as well. Uh, talk about an event he has coming up. Plus the situation, a lot of situations going on all across this country, real and raw from T-Dubbo. Okay, let's get into what's going on last night. I don't know whether, I want. here's the thing. We already know you can't rank the amateurs with the professionals. Correct, you ever. cannot. The professional when it comes to the debate is Don Nold Trump. You bet. He's already made the Super Bowl. Or, Correct. Yeah, it's like there was the wild card games are going on. Mm-hmm. Those are the the play in games, so to speak, yes. <laughs> if you will. Yes. Um, so we'll talk about Donald in a second and his near one hundred eighty million views <laughs> already right? on Tucker Carlson's uh, former Twitter page now X. Okay. Mm-hmm. When it came to the, rep- I'd love to get people's opinion if they found anything last night that surprised them, impressed them, upset them. Once again, none of these people were are anywhere near Donald Trump. So last night, Donald Trump not being there, I thought was a good thing. Me too. And for the most part, they stayed away from him. Correct. They I said I wasn't going to watch it, but I ended up watching most of it. Yeah. That's fine. Um, because I was like, oh my God, is anybody going to have a good moment? And there were some good moments, but mm-hmm. for the most part, it was milk toast. Um, we'll get people's opinion on who they liked, what they did. I'm not, if you liked Ron DeSantis, you still like him, but you say you're hearing some things, uh, Lizzie, about donors. We'll get into that. Yep. Um, in my humble opinion, the winner last night, if there was a winner, mm-hmm. was Vivek or Vivek. His name was pronounced three different ways. Remizwami, because everybody chose to attack him. He was the new kid on the block, um, the shiny new toy that is gaining in the polls, has all the momentum, 
posts the videos of him in his short, short tennis shorts without a shirt on hitting tennis balls <laughs> in a ferocious way. Mm-hmm. He's kind of, you know, we haven't seen a guy like him before. An, an Indian man, a, a Hindu who wants everybody to pass some sort of civics test before they can vote. Um, just some very, wants to disassociate as much as we are with Israel. Just a very, loves Trump and you see it, truly loves Trump. There's no doubt about it. Uh, even when the candidates were asked last night if they would show support for Donald Trump, if they were the president, uh, by pardoning him, if he were all these hypotheticals, uh, would you support him? His hand went straight up first. Mm-hmm. Nikki Very Haley's went up second, but she was standing right next to him like, oh, I can't lose this. Right. Um, Asa Hutchinson didn't raise the hand. No, not at all. Um, Chris Christie was, he's such a, yeah, dude is. Yeah. Well, he he lost the debate in my opinion. Oh, he was he, terrible. He was terrible, and he stormed off at the end. And you know, I don't. Know, he got his ass kicked. He did get his ass kicked. It's nobody likes to lose, especially like that. Correct. I mean, Vivek put his head like down in the mud mm-hmm. several mm-hmm. times. So I felt Vivek got the best of the debate last night. But once again, this is their category. Correct. This is Donald Trump. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, it, it's Donald Trump's. I mean, there's nothing they can do. The media right. is going to do whatever they can. Fox, of course, does whatever they can to try to, and they'll continue. Here's my thing. I'm lukewarm with Fox because we need, I, and you disagree with me. I still think we need Fox. I do. I do. We got to get stories out there that they put out that many people see that are important. They may not be covering all the stories and they may be pushing other people for whatever reasons, but. I still think we need Fox. I'm sorry. Um, and a lot of, and a lot of people do. I mean a lot of I don't people like watch them, them, but we need them. Right. Well, I'm not saying we don't need them because there are people that aren't like the very engaged, you know, like I would call ourselves the political junkies. Even our listeners are very in tuned and most of them don't watch Fox. But there is a group of people that is just mainstream that just turn their TV on and so and that So what do you think? What do you think? I gave my opinions. Vivek uh, I'll give him a B plus because his uh, the rest of the class was so bad. Uh, yeah, Christie, Pence, F's they were terrible. They showed mm-hmm. us DeSantis, um, lukewarm, milk toast to yeah, me. I thought he did not, man. And it's sad because, like I said, I like the guy and I love what he did in Florida. And maybe the expectations for DeSantis were so high with what he did in Florida. Yes, or maybe it's because. It's that time right now where Donald Trump just dominates. Yeah. And DeSantis kind of went at Trump because he had to. Sure. Because Trump was destroying him. Mm-hmm. But man, and but now that everybody knows that DeSantis, I mean, Trump is DeSantis's daddy. And I don't mean that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, you're right. Like, he's the daddy. He's the big brother. Yes. DeSantis. I mean, he, Correct. he bailed DeSantis out. Correct. So maybe that's why DeSantis can't get any traction. Um, that, yeah, it could be. And, and uh, I Nikki just, Haley, eh, yeah, eh, eh, the dude from North Carolina, the governor or North Dakota. Is no, that the eyebrow guy. Yeah, here's the thing. That's the only thing I can think of. Is the Eyebrows, eyebrow guy. You know, those consultants again. I've talked about this before. Makeup consultants. When it comes to after years and years of being on TV, yeah, thick like colored eyebrows usually can make you look younger. Oh, okay. Well, maybe that's why he was but doing that. But what the was the makeup person doing? I, I hope know. he. It looked like he took the do-it-yourself kit, right? From like L'Oreal or whatever they have, <laughs> and he like was in the hotel bathroom, like yeah. shoe polishing his eyebrows, right? Oh, exactly. brother, that was bad. It's yes. like I, I couldn't get past like his Groucho Marx Marks esque, right. like right. way, way, way over the top. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I can already see him like in the bathroom, like with, honey, yeah. help me. It's like yeah. <laughs> 
Are these, yeah. do these look good? Uh, yeah, honey. Okay. I know. Bad. I mean, that was bad crap. He looked bad. For sure. That's what he'll, that's what I remember him for. Okay. I've talked enough about it. What do you, what do you think? I, I'm pretty much in agreement with you on that. When, when I watch it, of course, I I watched it a little bit later. I had it recorded because, of, of course, I wanted to make sure that I watched live the Trump, you know, Trump and Tucker interview that we'll be talking about later. But I'm kind of with you. I, I think as a general rule, it doesn't mean that this is who I like in any order. I think the three that held themselves very well was Vivek, DeSantis, and Haley. I think they at least held their own. I'm not saying I agreed with everything that they said, because I'm certainly not a Haley fan. And and there's still something about Vivek. I'm not really sure. I, I, I think he said all the right things. I think he was the best at the debate. But there's just something, and this is just an opinion. There's just something about him I can't get past that, um, I don't know, maybe he's going to be great, but but he did interview well, um, and I thought the loser for sure was Chris Christie, and he did go after the, eth- you know, like the ethnic part of, of Vivek. I think I'm saying his name right, isn't it Vivek? You can say Vivek, you can say Vivek, Vivek. I heard all three. Okay, yeah, I did too. Oh, so I think that he was a loser. He just showed us who we already knew he was. Pence was the same thing. I thought he was just just the the traitor, the 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 smarmy, the milk toast dude that we knew he was. So I really think Chris Christie and Pence and the eyebrow dude are done. Are they're, bi- they're done. I agree. Uh, DeSantis is also done. Aaron Bland, the biggest DeSantis fan that we see, check in on our show. And we love when you come in and give us your opinions on the live podcast. Uh, we appreciate your opinions. You can like who you like. You cannot Absolutely. like who you not like. Aaron says, just because you both have blonde hair and tans, you see, this is a racist comment already, Aaron. You don't have to suck up to Trump all the time, Vic. <laughs> who rips Trump on occasion? You rip Me. him a lot. You rip him a lot. But... Aaron's emotional right now, and this is what happens. It's just like a sports team when you know that your team just lost and you know that they're not going to the playoffs. You get upset and you start to hate the other team, and then you hate the other team's fans. Yeah. And Aaron is really bummed out this morning because he knows DeSantis is, they're digging. They're yeah. digging that hole right now. Well, they're they're, they're digging the DeSantis hole. Yes. He also he goes on to say both events were bad and Trump didn't look good either in his interview. You're going to talk about milk toast. I couldn't disagree with you anymore, Aaron, only because when you see Donald Trump talk, you see a leader. Correct. You see somebody who's natural. It's a natural not born leader. Every yeah. single person who spoke last night. It almost seemed forced in situations Correct. Every where one it of wasn't them. like the CEO Right. It wasn't that person that's been there on the job, that knows what they're doing, mm-hmm. that gives you that sense of leadership. There, there just wasn't. So, yeah, I'm with you on that. Sorry, Aaron. I mean, well, and, and I'm bummed out. He isn't out yet. I don't think he's out yet. I don't think he did that poorly. No, I, he was just average. Yeah, that's exactly right. I just thought he was average, and he was slow to raise his hand about things, and, and, and true patriots are pissed off about the money going on going over to ukraine and he kind of still is on the ukraine bandwagon and so i people wait a minute desantis donors well desantis donors um this was even said by a lady named mercedes shapley who knows she works on um, newsmax and she was saying that his donors were very disappointed in him last night that he didn't stand strong and whether we like it or not unless you're trump 
everyone else has a donor. And so if your donors become disappointed with you and that's part of elections and the donor money goes down, then so does your credibility. It's not fair, but that's the way it is. And Trump is the only one out of that category. Just like you said, he's major leagues. He's the Super Bowl. He doesn't even need their money. So he can say whatever he wants. But all the other ones on that stage has donors last night. And and DeSantis's donors were not happy. Yeah, well... Um, the the whole story seems to be Vivek Ramazwame. Yeah. Um, here, listen to Vivek destroy. We've got sound bites from last night for you. Um, this is him destroying Mike Pence, and and I felt bad a little bit for Mike Pence because oh Mike Pence and yeah, all the time he is it's just so old. All right, here's here's Vivek destroying him. Talk about issues like Social Security and Medicare. Yeah. I mean, Vivek, you recently said uh, a president can't do everything. Well, I got news for you, Vivek. I've been in the hallway. I've been in the West Wing. A president of the United States has to confront every crisis facing America. I will put our nation back on the path to growth and prosperity and restore fiscal responsibility, just as I did in Congress and as governor. Mr. Vice President. And when I was vice president. But you were named earlier. Both. I'm going to get Vivek first. We'll get to both of yeah, This isn't that complicated, guys. Unlock American energy, <laughs> drill, frack, burn coal, embrace nuclear. Put people back to work Boom. by no longer paying them more to stay at home. <laughs> Reform the U.S. Fed, stabilize the U.S. dollar, and go to war. The only war that I will declare as U.S. president will be the war on the federal administrative state that is the source of those toxic regulations acting like a wet blanket on the economy. So I'm not sure I exactly understood Mike Pence's comment, but I'll let you all parse that out. For me, it's pretty simple. That's something a U.S. president can do with focus, and I'll deliver on it. Well, let me explain it to you. Let me explain it to you. And that's and Vivek said it great. He doesn't have focus. He really Mike Pence has no focus. He is a person in real life that I don't even know who he is. And just as if you'd watched, you know, the Tucker um, interview, it was explained what Mike Pence could have done and he didn't do it. And there's going no, there's nothing that nice looking white haired man can say. And he's a nice looking guy. Nobody's he's done. He's Um, done. Uh, a dentist friend of mine in Detroit just said something that Bendy said on our comment line. He was posting last night. He's like, I don't care what your political opinions are. He's like, but damn, all these candidates have some really nice teeth. <laughs> Boy, they do have nice teeth. <laughs> if you check it out again, yeah. they all have nice. Um, yeah, Pence is done. That was Now here's Vivek on education. Uh, another terrific response. We'll get to Vivek. We get to DeSantis and then a Haley soundbite. Then we'll get to Donald Trump uh, because he had some outs. Uh, couple outstanding quotes and comments. Yes. Uh, here's Vivek on education. I will shut down the U.S. Department of Education. I will use that $80 billion and put it in the hands of parents across this country to send their kids to the best possible K-12 through schools that they can. I'll go further and make sure that we do this on terms that require localities to eliminate teachers' unions so that Public schools can actually go once again compete with private schools and charter schools. If you're going to teach it in the classroom, you better put it online. If you don't want to put it online, you probably shouldn't be teaching it in the classroom and revive civic education in this country. That puts students in a better position when they then graduate from 12th grade. Yeah, couldn't agree anymore. Yes, and and as a former educator, absolutely, they need to be dismantled. Gosh, I can't speak. Dismantled. 
they need to go away. We do not want the Department of Education anymore in any of our schools. So that and itself, I mean, literally, if somebody came in and did just that, America could revive itself. I, I agree. Uh, it, de- <laughs> destroying teachers unions, not going to happen. It's no. just not. No, it's not. Uh, and then finally, uh, Vivek, on Donald Trump and Chris Christie, here he destroyed Mike Pence. He destroyed Chris Christie. Here he is talking about uh, basically Donald Trump, but with Chris Christie and Chris Christie being confused. Okay, President Trump, I believe, was the best president of the 21st century. It's a fact. <laughs> and Chris Christie, honest to God, your claim that Donald Trump is motivated by vengeance and grievance would be a lot more credible if your entire campaign were not based on vengeance and grievance. <laughs> Boom! Look, he's even agreeing with them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'll right. leave. I'll leave fast when it ends. Donald Trump, without an iota of vision for this country, they could just change the channel to MSNBC right now. But I'm not running for president of MSNBC. I am running for president of the United States. We're skating on thin ice, and we cannot set a precedent where the party in power uses police force to indict its political opponents. It is wrong. We have to end the weaponization of justice in this country. Um, that was the Vivek side from last night. Yeah. He, it's pretty clear nationwide that he was the winner. Correct. That, Correct. That's For why sure. we were showing you some of his, his sound bites because he was the guy that took the debate. Sorry, end of story. If you don't like it, I'm sorry. It's just a reality. And most of America feels he was. Even the liberals, they feel he was Correct. the winner. Yeah. Um, <laughs> an overweight Mitt Romney, Robert Peterball. Um, real quick before we get off Vivek. Okay, those were positives. Here's some negatives that I've heard about him because we try to be fair and break it all down. Yes. Um, does it matter that he's Hindu and he believes in many gods, not one God? He doesn't have a real track record of voting. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, I love Trump. We do this. We do that. So politicians can tell you what you want to hear. Correct. But you don't know unless you've seen a track record. Mm-hmm. He also had a Soros scholarship as a younger person yes. as well. Yes. Does Is he an imposter? Does he have some sort of connections? These are three issues as well, just being fair to bring up as much as we can mm-hmm. with the guy who is um, probably making the biggest name for himself in the, the lower list of candidates behind Correct. Donald Trump. Correct. And, and I like that there is people of color there. It shows how far America has come. Yeah, Israel is well, Mary. But I also think that you don't vote based upon their color. But in America, we were founded on Christian principles. And so as a Christian, now not everybody that watches the show is a Christian. That is a big kind of makes me go mm, kind of a thing that he is Hindu because I said the same thing about Barack Obama when people were going to vote for him and I had a lot of Republican friends vote for him it was not his color you guys see my family it had nothing to do with that but that he was Muslim and then tried to hide that he was Muslim and yet when he was a president we saw clearly who he was that's what I'm afraid about Vivek but Derek says that he has already said publicly that he's a Christian now so I I don't know we'll see we'll see where that goes Um, as far as I'm concerned I don't really look at religion when I look at a, pre- a potential president because there's been presidents that have been Christian who have not been the best presidents. So, I mean, as long as you're religious, I'm okay with it. It's interesting because you'll get into a lot of moral issues, though, as president as well. 
Correct. That, that's where that whole situation comes up and people talk about. Okay, Ron DeSantis, he had a couple good moments, but it, it just, I, I don't know, it was almost like he just tried to stay away from everything. And once again, I don't know if the bar's been set too high for him. And quite honestly, I don't know what he could do to regain any of the momentum that he once had. Correct. Here's DeSantis uh, from last night and talking about the government. I thought it was one of the highlights of his night because, you know, be who you are. Remember, there was... Uh, Red Wings coach who I covered, Mike Babcock, and I was covering him during NHL preseason camp, and there was a fight, and I'll never forget, he's like, all I know is whatever you do, you better do it well, Mm -hmm. or you're not going to be around very long. Um, DeSantis did COVID well. He proved it well. He sure did. And here he is talking about his moment last night the thing why are we in this mess part of it and a major reason is because how this federal government handed covid 19 by locking down this economy it was a mistake it should have never happened and in florida we led the country out of lockdown we kept our state free and open and i can tell you this as your president i will never let the deep state bureaucrats lock you down. You don't take somebody like Fauci and coddle him. You bring Fauci in, you sit him down, and you say, Anthony, you are fired. And I love that. I mean, I that was his best statement, I think, last night, because so many of us with COVID, you know, coming back and the mask mandates supposedly coming back by December, I really liked that he said that. And I want to like DeSantis. That That's the one that I want to like. But just as soon as I think I like him, then I just don't think he has enough oomph. I hope I'm wrong because I would like it. And I know we, they can't be that way, but I wished that Trump and DeSantis had gotten along. Yeah. If DeSantis really showed do. up at the debate last night, then he needed to debate, Correct. not sit back. If you're going to go there, you yes. can't be a wallflower mm-hmm. or don't go. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of one of those things. And like I said, I just feel like he's damned if he does, damned if he doesn't. It's Correct. Just, Correct. It was a bad time for him to run for president. Yes. And almost everybody said that. Yeah. Wait. Just wait, keep going on, wait, wait, wait. And then, of course, the indictment started to come. Trump's back in the mix. Trump's getting fired up. Yeah. His base is fired up, and DeSantis is like, ugh. Yeah, he's just, and, yeah, there's no oomph behind him. And, I, and what I mean is the people behind him, there's um, no oomph. Nikki Haley, we're told, is a part, part, part uh, Indian as well. But she, here's her talking with Vivek last night about her support for ukraine and it's just so hard i just don't know if she's really i don't know if she's on a payroll i don't know if she's not looking at the study i understand some of her points she's basing it all on putin Mm -hmm. and what russia's going to do not based on we're giving all this money to ukraine and sitting back and just going okay do what you want here she is with vivek a win for Russia is a win for China. We have to know that. Ukraine is the first line of defense for us. And the problem that Vivek doesn't understand is he wants to hand Ukraine to Russia. He wants to let China eat Taiwan. He wants to go and stop funding Israel. You don't do that to friends. What you do instead is you have the backs of your friends. Ukraine is a front line of defense. Putin has said if Russia, once Russia takes Ukraine, Poland and the Baltics are next. That's a world war. We're trying to prevent war. Look at what Putin did today. He killed Pergozin. When I was at the UN, the Russian ambassador suddenly died. This guy is a murderer, and you are choosing a murderer over, over a pro American country. 
first of all, first of all, first of all, Mr. Ramaswamy, you have 30 and, seconds. Mr. Descent, you know, Governor Nikki, Descent, I wish you well in your future career on the boards of Lockheed and Raytheon. You know, I'm not but the fact of the matter, came off of it, but you've been more companies. You've been pushing this lie all week, Nikki. You want to go and defund Israel? You want to? Okay, let me address that. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm going to address each of those right now. The false lies of a professional politician. There you have it. So the reality is, you have no. She's pointing at him, and it just that's not good, nonverbal. Well, and Nikki, she is a warmonger. She loves war. And most of our listeners will probably, we even somebody on there Why called for Neocon. Every time that there is a war, there's there's not one she doesn't like. I mean, she likes a war. I mean, she is very similar, and this is going to be a, a big statement, but she's very similar to Lindsey Graham in that. She likes that idea. And like you said, I don't know why. I don't know if that's just her opinion or if the people that pay her on her payroll are big warmongers, but she really is, she would have a Ukraine flag in front of her house if she could. There's a certain people that the pitch of their voice and the tone of their voice just mutes my brain <laughs> Yeah, and women have to watch that, me, myself. And you know I've said this about myself, that men can sound really great when they're bold and whatever, but if we women get bold, we sound like we're bitchy. We just do. And I'm not saying that she's being bitchy, but there's some things that men can get by with that women cannot get by Aaron with. does make a good point from the comment line. By the way, we welcome you to join, jump in and join the live podcast uh, if you are listening to us live. Uh, we love your comments as well. We try to get to them when we can, try to look at them. We do have a lot going on with the show today, but Aaron said he, he makes a good point. He says... Lindsay is on the Trump campaign now. He is. He, oh, yeah. He's pushing but he flip-flops. Lindsay, I don't believe um, a word Lindsay <clears throat> says. He flip-flops on whatever is going to get him liked that day. He's a flip-flopper. Um, so, a warmonger. Yeah, so those, that was the issues from last night. Um, Vivek picked up probably the most Ted, but he's not going to get the nominee. Um, he's got a shot, I believe, at a vice president if he wanted that. And he could do that because he's an entrepreneur. It's not like he has another office. I mean, he could gain a lot of national attention in a role like that. He is a huge Trump supporter, massive Trump supporter. But I'm not quite sure that Trump would pick him. Uh, a lot of these, look oh, look who, a lot of times vice presidents, when they're picked, they're not really strong candidates. They're not strong Correct. people. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, Kamala's mm -hmm. the worst ever. Yeah, uh, Biden was horrible for obama mike pence was very quiet and just you know, that's what you're supposed to do you're an understudy mm -hmm. um he could i guess trump I, I just think that trump would want somebody else uh maybe a little less quiet i mean more quiet less talkative i don't know so they're all just trying to get attention it, it's trump's show and it's trump's show because as we said last night if he wasn't going to go debate the best thing he could have ever done was team with Tucker. It was Absolutely. brilliant. Everything Trump is doing right now is brilliant. Whether it's by the grace of God, whether it's by chance, whether he has voodoo magic working, pixie dust, whatever it is, it's working and it's coming together. Even Megyn Kelly, and I love her podcast, who once had a massive issue with President Trump is like, forget it, people. It's over last night. Mm -hmm. Nobody can touch the Trump train. We're talking 180 million views already of his special one-on-one -on -one interview with Tucker Carlson during the debate last night, which is going to blow away. And it's it's difficult to do an apples and apples comparison when it comes to ratings, when it comes to X slash Twitter and the Fox Business Channel. Uh, by the way, why did Fox put on the Business Channel? 
You know what? That's a good question. <clears throat> just something. Yeah. I, I, I get programming, but I don't understand decisions sometimes. Mm-hmm. I don't understand uh, a lot of their decisions. 180 million views. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Trump wins. Tucker wins because he's blowing the pants off Fox. Yeah. And that whole situation of what happened and what happened to him. And then Trump being Trump, presidential, leading. And just listen to his voice. Just look how he talks. It's just, it, there's a confidence, there's a comfortableness about him. Um, what, do we, which sound, here, we'll go ahead and play the first soundbite that we have with Donald Trump talking. So back to Biden, I'm interested. So you think he's failing. He obviously is failing. I think it's clear to everybody. But that would make Kamala Harris the candidate? Well, not really. I mean, I guess they'd have uh, maybe a free-for-all. A lot of people say she has to remain for certain reasons, the candidate. She has to. I don't think that's true, actually. I don't think that other people would stand for it. Uh, She has some bad moments. Her moments are almost as bad as his. I think his are worse, actually. Yeah. But she seems pretty senile, too. She speaks in, uh, in rhyme. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. It's weird. It's weird. But she has bad moments. And in rhyme? What do you- well, the way she talks, the bus will go here, and then the bus will go there, because that's what buses do. And it's weird. The whole thing is weird. This is not a president of the United States future. And uh, I think they probably have some kind of a primary, and other people will get involved. I mean, Newsom, right? I mean, could that's... be, could be. I mean, you know, I always got along well with him, believe it or not. But could be him, could be somebody else. He's got a big, a big load on his shoulders because you look at California, what's happened. But I don't know if the American people really, the people that vote for him, I don't even know if they care. You know, you look at so many of the things that are going on and... People don't seem to be, in the old days, if you had a bad record, it meant a lot. Today, if you have a bad record, it doesn't really mean anything. You know, he looks good. He's a nice looking guy, speaks well. But Biden, every time you watch him talking, it's like he's walking on eggs. You're waiting for him to collapse. And he almost always does. And I got to know the leaders of all of the countries, essentially, but the big ones. And the bigger, the tougher the leader. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I thought the interview last <laughs> night was so stinking funny because both of them, I don't know that we learned anything that we didn't know, but I don't think we expected to. The interview was not that long. It was aired on more than just X. It was, you know, aired on several other things, you know, including Real America's Voices and so on. But I, what I thought was great about it is they kind of told you what they thought about people. Even Tucker, I liked hearing that, you know, he wasn't a real big fan of Chris Wallace and made it very clear it, because I always thought he was kind of more left-wing the whole time and tucker kind of called him out i thought it was really, really donna makes funny. a great point trump is being put through the ringer sure he is yeah and he's still calm and amazing and funny he just is and it was a great setting for him the only thing i can understand is <laughs> where the hell is tucker doing those interviews he it's in a wooden room i mean it's it's apparently I, isn't it on his land i, That's I guess why i thought it was on his yeah, land it's and like, he has a little room now to do i don't this. know it, it it reminds me of a room maybe where um you know the declaration of independence would have been signed or something. right right exactly it's just so odd for 2023 yeah i always yes. look at that like man it looks like that scary room where where people are kept or I'm like, what the hell is yeah. going on at Tucker's? Yeah, I'm almost positive. It's he's got a large <clears throat> I don't know if it's land or a large yard and he has this room set up to do this in and it does, it makes you feel the like lighting's the good. Cabinet. It oh, sounds it's good. Great. Um it's great. but I'm just like 
what? what? That's it's like what the hell's going on, uh, Robert? Love your point. I think this goes for everything in life. Um, play to win. Just be truthful, and don't be afraid to lose. Yeah. And and I think that's what you see with Donald Trump. Uh, that was Donald Trump talking regarding Biden and Kamala, where it's funny. This is more of a serious comment when asked about the possibility of a future civil war and how J6 mm-hmm. played into everything. We're moving towards civil war. There's tremendous passion and there's tremendous love. Uh, you know, January 6th was a very interesting day because they don't report it properly. Uh, I believe it was the largest crowd I've ever spoken before. And you know some of the crowds I've spoken before. And uh, like July 4th on the mall, uh, I think they had a million people there. Uh, but I think that the biggest crowd I've ever spoken before was on January 6th. And people that were in that crowd, a very, very small group of people, and we said patriotically and peacefully, peacefully and patriotically, right? Nobody ever says that. Go peacefully and patriotically. But people that were in that crowd that day, a very small group of people went down there, and then you, there are a lot, of, a lot of scenarios that we can talk about. But people in that crowd said it was the most beautiful day they've ever experienced. There was love in that crowd. There was love and unity. I have never seen such spirit and such passion and such love. And I've also never seen simultaneously and from the same people such hatred of what they've done to our country. So do you think it's possible that there's open conflict? We seem to be moving towards something. I don't know because I don't know what it, you know, I, I can say this. Uh, there's a level of passion that I've never seen. There's a level of hatred that I've never seen. And that's probably a bad combination. Donald Trump, thank you. Thank you very much. Very much. Thank you. That is a bad combination. By bad the way. combination. You. you think we're... And then you get a little bit more of the serious from Donald Trump. And of mm-hmm. course, he is right. You don't hear national media, local media talk about the full story. And that always pisses me off because I think a lot of us have been hit at some point in our life where something is told about us or publicized about us or, and yes. you don't get the full story. Right. Donald Trump does not have a situation where he has the media talking about everything that happened mm-hmm. on J6. Correct. And I know that there, people are, are so tired of hearing about J6, and I totally get that. Several people tell me that all the time, that they're just tired of hearing about it. But I, I, we still have to talk about it, even though it's uncomfortable and people are tired about it, because that could have been any one of us that look what they're doing to the president if they're doing this to our president and they're doing it to people that simply were just exercising the rights that our country gives and they've been in the gulag this long we can't forget about them because what if it was one of us it could have very well have been me it could have been anyone and so i know we're so over talking about it i i truly do but we can't until they're all out we, we can't. We have to keep talking about it or at least bringing it up occasionally. And one of the things that I thought Donald Trump did well last night was he was asked, you know, and I thought he did it with, with true conviction that he was asked, why do you keep doing this? Why, why do you keep doing it? And he said, because the people, the people still back him and the people still want America to be great. So that's what fuels him to keep going. So, I mean, maybe he would quit if people didn't keep backing him and the rallies weren't big. Maybe he would quit.
Yeah. Well, four of the candidates, the lower tier candidates, uh, raised their hands immediately. Yes. Just remember that. DeSantis and Pence looked around reluctantly before they 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 raised their hands. Uh, And what Robert just says, whoever the Republicans put up, Democrats will target. It is. Because that's what happens. Absolutely. We need to pray for any of them that would come up. You know, say the worst case scenario happens that, and I'm not saying this is going to happen. I think it's not going to happen. But Donald Trump's in jail, and I don't know how they're going to put Secret Service and all of that. But any one of these people, Vivek, DeSantis, Haley, whoever that would be, that would even be in there, even the eyebrow dude, whoever would win, they're going to ruin their life just the same way they're doing it to Trump. Um, The other thing that Trump's factor right now with whatever he does and wherever he goes. And of course, he could be turning himself in today, by the way, in Fulton County. Mm -hmm. Rudy Giuliani went through his longtime lawyer and friend, went through the situation yesterday. And, you know, there's, um, you know, there's a mugshot. And the left is so just over the top. I mean, to my Democrat friends, is it really that big of a deal to get a mugshot at Donald Trump? I've seen countless stories. This is going to be the most embarrassing moment of his life. Really? Mm -hmm. He's going to eat this up. Correct, correct. The, and the, you know the what? woman sitting to my left is already talking about getting a shirt. I am. So, you know, anybody that's going to make one, you can contact me and I will come oh and buy it. Hopefully, Derek, cancel our merch this. guy, cancel this. Uh, Derek, you're going to make me one that says cancel this and it's going to have Trump and I'm going to wear it right here on the show. I'm going to have it. I'm uh, wearing it. But just keep in mind, we told you he's already got 180 million views, you know, over, you know, the course of, you know, just over 12 hours. I mean, it's going to go massive. I mean, well over 200 million before the day ends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just keep in mind, within 10 minutes, within 10 minutes of opening last night, yeah. the ad rates that Tucker can charge if and when he decides to do this is unbelievable. It's yes. insane. It, it it's is. like nothing. This country, it's, it's bigger than the Super Bowl or comparably speaking. Correct. 17 million views in 10 minutes. Yes. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's Donald Trump. So as far as... And as many times as the left tries to go regarding going after Donald Trump, destroying him, trying to destroy his family, um, dirtying the waters. I was watching some national publications yesterday. All they're talking, Trump turned himself in, Trump turned himself in, Trump turned himself in, 18 others. Oh my God, Rudy Giuliani, they're all guilty. Every, and it muddies the water and you just hear it over and over and over again. And it's not going to stop. The Trump train rolls on. They hate it. It all, we've, we've talked about this in the past. Um, Deep State got shocked when Donald Trump came out of nowhere to beat Hillary. That's why she can't keep her mouth shut. That's why she's Correct. so angry because yep. her dream of being president, the first female, was destroyed despite everything that she allegedly did with her family and everything else. Okay, that happened. Then everything that they're throwing at Trump is backfiring. It is. And it's helping him and it's solidifying his base. And I do believe, I do believe that the independent, independents are not going to vote for Joe Biden. They're just not. No, they're Even not. if they're not educated, I talk to one. They're like, oh man, he's terrible. Mm-hmm. Even my daughter's friends, the college kids, my like, yeah, any, and it's not just anything but Trump anymore. It's anything but Biden. And I'm not kidding you. I'm starting to get that. Yes. So, 
Trump was asked about it. He thinks that there will be somebody else. He doesn't feel as if Joe will be there. Just like I have said for months and months and months, I don't feel as if Joe Biden will be there because the left knows that he can't run. He can't win. He can't go on and do anything of any magnitude right now. I mean, he's literally out telling people that he doesn't know a lot of news because he's working out. Really? That was a quote from Joe Biden. Oh, my God. We saw his disaster in Hawaii. We've seen the disasters wherever he is. Poor guy was offered water and stumbled across the stage looking at it as if it was poison, not knowing where to go. Hand outstretched, trying to follow Jill because he was worried about his balance. I mean, it's all kinds of issues, all kinds of problems. It's not stopping. The Trump train is rolling on. Um, you know, I yeah. hey, so when we talk about the, the debate, when we talk about the people going up and down and all around, Vivek's future is bright. Yeah, I, I think it is. It Nikki, is right. well, Nikki will probably stay the same. Yeah. DeSantis is, that's the TBD. I don't know what to do with that. I, I don't know what to do with that either. <laughs> I don't because what he did for uh, Florida and it continues to do for Florida is fantastic. I, well, I, I, we had a poster saying that they're fresh, the Floridians are dealing with some issues right now and they're frustrated with DeSantis because he's out campaigning. Correct, correct. And and people are very frustrated that he keeps focusing both right and left. I both heard that he keeps focusing on all this Disney stuff. And it's not the Disney stuff, you know, necessarily about the transgender stuff. It's, you know, about he gets mad that some of the people that are officials are buying uh, or get free tickets to Disney World and all those things I do think Ron needs to stop worrying about. And that's not because I think that I don't have an opinion on that. I'm just hearing people both right and left says he needs to get off worrying about who's getting tickets to Disney World at this point. Disney World's imploding himself. He doesn't need to join that bandwagon. So, um, you know, it's once again, it's August. We're moving into September 2023. So there's still a lot of time. Mm -hmm. This is, is basically the beginning. People starting to scratch the surface. Um, the, there's the fourth indictment. Donald Trump today allegedly going to turn himself in he has until tomorrow Correct. uh all indications were that he was going to do it today mm -hmm. um you know is it that big of a deal with a mugshot is it really is it, is it that big people. of a deal that's going to be posted all over yeah. the place you're not going to hear local media national media talking about 180 maybe by that time 200 million views mm -hmm. that the former president Many people say the current president, Donald Trump, has with Tucker Carlson. That's, to me, that's the most impressive thing that happened yesterday in the world of political news. Correct. 200 million people yes. literally going to watch like podcasts, watch social media, mm -hmm. not national media, not Correct. local TV stations, getting online where they know they're going to get the truth, where the big guy goes because he can't get a fair shot on national media. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then today... If he does go to Fulton County and then we continue that, I still don't see how they continue that, that trial and it'd be a legitimate trial considering what's happened um, with charges being released before he even went to the grand jury as we've talked about. And there are politicians in the state trying to have Fannie Willis removed as well, the prosecutor. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot going on there. Once again, deep breath, take a step back. And it's like, look at everything that continues to be thrown at Americans. Uh, in the midst of our dollar going down, inflation, what's happening at the border with immigration. I wanted to hear a lot more of that, by the way. I did too. Last night. There wasn't enough of that. For There's sure. no way. It's, there is no easy way to fix what has happened. There may only be a way to cut off what has already happened. And then once you have what is inside your house, 
you have to clean up. Yes. Some way, some other. Now, Donald Trump has said he will have the largest comprehensive plan in the history of this country mm-hmm. um, to go out and clean up all the illegals deporting. It sounds great. Right. I don't know how easy that is. I, I, I mean, if Trump says, I mean, the one thing that Trump has done is everything that he said he was going to do when he ran, he did, or at least he Correct. tried to do. Correct. The wall did not get finished. With with bus after bus after bus coming over, could you imagine how many years it'll take to yes. actually clean it up? It's going to take a long time to clean it up because you're right. It's every day. There's bus after bus after bus. But if we would take the money that even a fraction of the money we've sent Ukraine, that wall could be put up in three months. The whole wall could be put back up. Now, the damage is done inside of America. I don't think that you can just go riding around on another bus, rounding them all up. I think I wish you could, but do you? I mean, do you do that? Or you just make sure the ones that are already here? I mean, I don't know what to say about that because my gut is saying, get them the hell out of here. Get them the hell out of here. But that's my mama bear being afraid that they're going to hurt my kids. Well, it's not, it's not responsible to say everybody coming here has good intentions. Correct. That's, it's that's not, my thing. It's not yeah. responsible. It is not responsible. And it's total crap if somebody tries to tell you that everybody coming across has good intentions, so everybody should come across. Right. Um, they don't. I, I, <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just as Jay says, you deport them as you find I, them. I think Jay's right about that. But, and you, and yes. then I still, and then it's going to become an issue. It's just going to become a massive issue. And then... If illegals, if and when they become armed, and if and when... Oh, they're uh, already armed. It, they're already well, armed. when you're trying to remove them, and mm-hmm. you're trying to deport them, um, you're going to have to put a ton of money towards this, because there's no money in our government that's really allocated to anything like this. It would be unprecedented to see it happen, but it should have happened. And mm-hmm. anybody that you talk to that goes to the... it will It affects everything. Yes. More so than many things when it comes to the amount of people here, inflation, supply and demand, yeah. safety, crime, you name it, all of those things are going to happen. Donna says Ellis Island did it correctly. There's a reason yes. that you have law in order so that Correct. you can do everything in a timely manner and everything is affected the way that it should mm-hmm. be. A vetting process uh, to keep everybody safe, to keep everything orderly, because when you upset the apple cart, then it's very difficult to put it all back into place as we're starting to see. Um, I would love, love, love to see the candidates talk more about that. But once again... Joe Biden and Kamala have done nothing. This administration has done nothing. It's been part of their biggest failure as well. Yes. And just because media won't talk about it a lot or actually spend time on the border like our friend John Rourke. And by the way, by the time I get down there with John, there'll probably still be people coming up from Ecuador, but I can't wait to see that video. If anybody wanted to go to the border and help with this great American cleanup, that's September 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th, that weekend. Yes. um, I can't get down there. I'm talking with John. He's become a friend. Um, but he's going to go down again. It might be December. But maybe one of our listeners do. And if you do, check if him you out do on Instagram, out there, John Rourke. Yes, you can contact him directly or you can contact Vic directly or myself and we'll get you into contact with them. Because I agree with something Bindi had said on here earlier. We talked about like the intentions of the people coming across the border. Well, it really doesn't matter what the intentions are. They're breaking the law and we need to get back to law and order in our country. Okay, since we kind of I, I brought up immigration, uh, wanting to hear a lot more and wanted to hear plans from the candidates last night. Uh, we do have some people jumping in, giving us ideas and or situations that they have seen, wanting to know if we have. 
quote from Chris, Vic Lizzie. Yes. Have you guys seen the boats of military aged men being dropped off on our shores with no one there to intervene? I haven't seen any of that video yet, but I would not be surprised to see that or hear that that's actually mm-hmm. happening. Yes, I, I have seen plenty of video of that, as well as what Joe referred to earlier is buses of military uh, men. And they all seem to have the same nationality, like they're all either Chinese or they all look Middle Eastern, all on the buses. So this is not a random effort. This is a planned effort to take down our country. I've had conversations with my Democrat friends, and I'm telling you, they agree. And maybe yeah. it's just because they're the Democrats' friends are mine, and they're being honest. Um, Correct, Yeah they know there's a massive issue with immigration because mm-hmm. it affects everything. It does. it does. And it doesn't have to be a conversation about Donald Trump um, because you're not going to get a liberal or somebody who doesn't like Trump to like him now. Correct. Or yeah. to think that he's there. He's going to be the candidate unless he stops breathing. We've said that. He said he'd even run from jail and, mm-hmm. and he'd probably win. Well, did you see, uh, I thought, and somebody brought this attention with going back to what Tucker was saying, he a couple times talked about him being unalived. He made that a point so that maybe it'll make it harder for the regime of the deep state to take him down. I, I thought he made a point of that more than once last night. Um, it's, it's all fascinating to me. It really is. And at the end of the day, we all have to be a team. I mean, we do somehow, some way, mm-hmm. um, the infighting is only going to keep us back. Politics and different opinions have been here since the beginning of our country. I get that. But now we're being affected more than we ever have on several fronts, not to mention by the time we get on trying to take care of our own borders, then we start to look at everything else that's happening outside of our border with, with China, Taiwan, China, Russia, BRICS, uh, all the money going to Ukraine, uh, relationships being developed, alliances being formed for the first time, China, Russia, and we're sitting here asleep at the wheel, balloons flying over our country, gathering intelligence. Uh, go look at the aliens. They're running around. Keep that with your attention. They're coming. I mean, it's so much crap, which is why on Fridays, by the way, um, we have free-for-all Fridays, if anybody's listening to us for the first time. Uh, free-for-all, paranormal, uh, you name it, we're trying to get into some of those. May have a water guy tomorrow, which yeah, is going to be very, Crazy very, 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 very interesting mm-hmm. to actually teach you about that. those water bottles you're drinking. Yeah. Yeah, by the time you get them, they're four to five months old, mm-hmm. and the acid that's going into our bodies, it, 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 it's, it frustrates the hell out of me. And I don't even think the, the lemon I put in there now, Joe, Projo, is going to take care of that. Oh, Helen sucks buying up land masses uh, right. all over the country as mm-hmm. well. These things are continuing to happen. Um, <laughs> power grid issues. I mean, there we have never had, yeah, we've had issues in this country, but we have never had anything like we have right now. If you just take a second and you start looking around or you read headlines, mm-hmm. and I'm not saying you shouldn't do it. We always say, listen, we're not here to scare you. We're here to inform and entertain Correct. and try to get with people who are not only like-minded, but don't think like us to help Correct. us. Uh, iron sharpens irons to get our, our opinions up and our families because more so than ever, our life is starting to change. Absolutely. Oh, thanks, Aaron. Leave it to you. Of course, you make the good comments. Suspicious wildfires. Right. Right. And that and that is we won't we won't do that today because we've hit it so hard, but we will go back to doing there's new things coming out about the wildfires and who died and because they complied to the government. And and I went off tangent there, but we'll we'll hit that again because that is and we hit it right out of the box. We knew it wasn't right. We knew it wasn't. Uh, This is cancel this cancel this show dot com. We're getting ready. We can bring Scott in. 
and we can try to set him up. Uh, this is Cancel This, CancelTheShow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks and Projo. Um, you can catch us Monday through Friday, 8 to 10 a.m. Central and all the time on our website, CancelTheShow.com. If you miss an episode, if you're not able to watch it taped uh, or listen to it on the podcast side, just go to our website. You can check out all of our platforms. You can check out us on video and you can check us out on audio, all the usual spots as well. We do want to thank uh, Complete Auto Body Repair, Curtis Barks and crew for taking care of us. Show sponsor, Seven climate-controlled facilities, everything with your vehicles. Tons of our viewers and listeners in the St. Louis area go to Complete Auto Body Repair, everything from A to Z when it comes to their car. Of course, Strategic Air Services, uh, Kevin Malutnik and crew taking care of all of your luxury flying, your private flying will shock you what you can do when it comes to certain flights where you can avoid TSA. You can avoid things of that nature and really have an experience of a lifetime. That's what they're about. Kathy Helbig Strict, Experience Real Estate Partners, uh, New Age Wellness, and Score Mortgage. Uh, they come in. We appreciate them being a sponsor on the show. Vehicle Protection Group, Todd at vpcnetwork.com. That's Todd at vpcnetwork.com. They're looking for a few people to take phone calls, inbound calls. Their top people are making six figures a year. It's no joke. Give them an email, find out some details. Once again, that's Todd at vpcnetwork.com. Of course, Greenlight Dispensary, our Weed Wednesday segments. We're grateful for them. Charlie Unger came in house yesterday. Of course, go to Greenlight and you can download that coupon that we have on the screen. For our listeners, you can just go to our website, canceltheshow.com. You can download a coupon and, of course, take that into a Greenlight and get a discount on whatever prices. Once again, being the largest cannabis dispensary in the state gives them an opportunity to have the most products and at the best prices. And we're just talking about best when it comes to best charcoal. Nobody better than the national brand Rockwood Charcoal. If you didn't know already, the best charcoal in the country is made in the state of Missouri because of how we have our trees here. The best charcoal always breaks apart your hand. Of course, that's Rockwood Charcoal. Grateful for those people. And if you know of other sponsors or advertisers or people who would like to get involved with the show, uh, just let us know. You can check out the ad rates on canceltheshow.com. We have a link there that you can jump in. Once again, this is the August 24th podcast. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks and Pro Joe. We switch gears just a little bit in this nine o'clock hour right now uh, with Scott Odie. Scott was on our show in the past when we had the edge. Um, Scott, you're not you're not afraid to take on certain issues. You're trying to help no. people out in the community. And I saw this come down. People alerted me to this yesterday. Mm-hmm. Apparently, it's been going on for some time. I'll give a quick headline and then you fill us in. Scott and his crew, I'll just say crew, you can give us an update, wanted to help out and pay for kids' lunches for families who couldn't pay for it. I know you were supposed to have a meeting with the Francis House School District, one of the largest school districts in the state of Missouri. So imagine this, if you're listening in another state, happening in your area. So you're trying to help, but you've been maybe stonewalled a little bit. We wanted to make sure our viewers and our listeners understood the good deed that you and your team tried to do and where it stands now. Yeah, so um, basically, let's see, there's, I think there's almost 20 schools in this district. There was, uh, I was trying to pay the past due balance and all these kids' lunches because the kids still get food. Um, they're not going hungry by any means, but mm-hmm. the food they're getting is like sun butter and jelly or a cheese sandwich. Is that a government meal? It's a, basically it's paid for by the government. Which so is, you get a meal if you can't pay for lunches. Which, which is great, but not only the embarrassment of them little kids going up there, maybe they don't go hungry, but can you imagine the embarrassment they feel when people know when they have that meal? That's Correct. not something you just pick, right? Right. right. Um, so the embarrassment of them kids, going, that, that's an adult problem. It's not a kid problem. I don't right. think we should be dealing with that Boy, 
well so said. So um, I wanted to do that, and I have a decent. Uh, my my friend group, this community is absolutely phenomenal. So I think I was I was listening to Andy Purcell's podcast on uh, that last Tuesday, and he had brought something up about it by an article in the news, but in St. Louis, some fourteen year old kid kind of did something very similar, made a GoFundMe to pay for some underprivileged kids to help because he was once that same thing. So I put up some feelers out there. I put it, made a Facebook post, basically, hey, um, who can get me in touch with somebody that uh, can get me an idea of what that balance is for Francis House School District. Um, I had an awesome reaction to it. Got some numbers, got some names, called them uh, within help uh, five hours i had um a, a complete list of every school breakdown as mm -hmm. far as and then the total balance the total balance was i want to say twenty one thousand two hundred something dollars okay. so that was for all of francis house school district or just yes. the high school that, that was all francis house school district my my original i wanted to do just elementary school kids because those mm -hmm. kids i mean they, they don't know any better they can't you know they, they don't have any other options high school kids some guys will be little punks and like run up to $15 a day type thing, sure, whatever sure. it may be. So my main goal was the elementary school kids, just kind of see how it went. Because even the elementary school kids, that was, I think there's 10 or 11 elementary schools in Francis South Central. I'm sorry, Francis right. South School District, which is crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, but even that debt was like uh, 7,500 bucks. So, I mean, that's a lot of money, you right. know. Um, so I, I wanted to hit that. And then, um, so I... Made a post, said, hey, the GoFundMe, they, they, they take a percentage, and it's kind of a pain in the butt to, to, to do. I'm going to go ahead and do it to my Venmo, and we'll just go ahead and go from there. If somebody wants to do it, great. If they don't want to, whatever. I'll fill in the gap in between what, what I actually get and what I need to pay for the elementary schools. I have zero problem filling that gap in between there. Um, the um, reaction was absolutely insane. Uh, we had <laughs> I my, all day long, people giving $5. My, my very first donation was um, um, a buddy of mine. He t lives out in Texas, 1000 bucks at 7 o'clock in the morning. Boom. That's awesome. It, it was when did you put this post up? Um, I listened to that on Tuesday, so I want to say it was Wednesday, Wednesday morning. Oh, wow. So we're just about a week and uh, yeah, under was, a week. I seen. I made the original post on Tuesday saying, hey, who can get me in contact mm -hmm. with somebody with Francis South, Francis South School District? And then the following day i had that information and i went ahead and said i'm, I'm gonna go ahead and do this how so, much money have you raised today um we're about nineteen thousand wow, dollars and, I, and I, I just filled in the gap with, between the night because actually i had to stop getting donations because i felt um i didn't feel right not giving money to my own thing that i made up so right. i had guys willing to pay it off i mean yeah. i had guys who were wanting to give me checks for the main balance but hey no, no i can't do that and me set this thing up and, and not give a dollar I, I can't do that um so i had to stop it into where it's around 19 grand ish so you have it. kids in the francis health school district i right? do i got to one in one in fifth grade and one in first grade how did you find out or what made you want to help out? Was there an instance or did you, I mean, it was just strictly from Andy and his podcast that you heard. It's like, wait a second, if that's happening in his school, it's probably happening in my kid's school district. A absolutely. And like, so we're in Francis, we're in St. Charles County, which is a, a lot better, a lot more, um, High, high earning company. It's more affluent than St. Louis City. Absolutely. But you know, that, that's not to say that there's not people that need help, you yeah, know, no. so, and with as many schools as there is, I wanted to just to put some feelers out there and see what it was. I was not even remotely close to expecting $21,000 um, in past two balances. Like but, I said, they're not going hungry, but who, who wants to eat a cheese sandwich and an apple? No, exactly. And right. like you said, there's also um, the embarrassment that can stick with kids, too, and, and you don't need that. Like you said, that's not a kid's problem. Uh, kudos to Andy Frisella and his crew. I love the work that he does for putting a story out like that. Yeah. And then you can see how it can trickle down for Absolutely. what you did. So you raise all this money. You go to Francis Howell and they take it, right? Yeah. So it was kind of they a, did. It was kind of pulling teeth to even meet up with the person to give them the check, which it was mind-boggling to me. It's like I'm trying to literally hand you twenty-one thousand right. dollars, and you're just wow. like, "Well, we'll have to meet up to meet up to meet up to meet up." I like, talked to like nine different people. I was like, "Yeah, okay, whatever." So I went there and um, gave the guy the check for twenty-one grand. I said, "Hey, man." 
Um, we don't have a whole lot of trust in the community as far as with the last COVID thing. The last time I had to deal with the district was with the whole masking thing. Mm-hmm. So after, after that, there's That's not a whole lot. That's when you joined us on the edge. Absolutely. And so there's not a whole lot of um, transparency, there's not a whole lot of trust in this in this district. I'm going to try to bring that back because I went to this district my whole life. My kids go here and everything else. I want to have a better outlook on this district, but right now it's just not happening. So I'm not going to give you this check without something in, in writing saying, hey, this check is for X amount of dollars and it's going to go strictly to the funds to make sure that these past debts are paid. So that's the thing that uh, I think Fox 2 did a thing on there. That's the picture that the little receipt, I guess, they gave me stating that they're going to go with this and this is going to pay off the... So, it's, the so it's going to happen now? Yes. So okay. I, when I spoke to you yesterday, um, I had a, the superintendent call me about 6.30. He was riding the buses all day, which this superintendent is a new one. I believe this year's his first year. And um, I got to say, he was uh, very, very... A breath of breath... A breath of breath... breath, breath ah. A breath of fresh air. Thank God that we're here, because I didn't know where this story was going to go after talking to you yes, yesterday. I, I, I was, was hopeful that they were going to accept this money. I was kind of in the same boat, and I talked to a few of the school board members, um, and they were right on course with what I wanted to do, and they thought it was absolutely ridiculous. They, A few of them were actually just now finding out that if a, if a donation is above $20,000, it has to be approved by the board, which if I would have known that from day one, I would have just gave a check for $19,000, and the $2,000 made this very simple. And mm-hmm. But, of course, that's not how it worked. There was uh, some... Things I disagreed with, how the district handled it, but that's neither here nor there. But I well, at this point in time, I mean, you're helping who you set out to help. Exactly. And, and exactly. your team of people are helping who you set out to help. Yeah. So that takes care of all of last year. All of, all of last year, um, they got set up. And like I said, the, uh, the superintendent, basically, he told me they couldn't have an emergency, they're going to have an emergency meeting to get this thing pushed through uh, on Friday. However, what he told me is he sent an email out to, I guess, the Sexenda or something like that, who deals with all the food in the, mm-hmm. in the district, right. and said, basically, go ahead and tell, um, go ahead and um, assume all this debt is already paid, so no kid gets denied food from uh, from today to Friday. You just gave me chills. So it's actually about what you were able to do in just a week, Scott. In just a week. It's really neat stuff. I I told uh, the the news article lady who uh, called me, if there's trust and transparency, you can get shit done. But the problem is with everything, with the school district to the government, there's not either of those. And when somebody trusts somebody and you're the person that they're dealing with is very transparent and you can see where that money comes from, where that money goes, you can move mountains. But Yeah, but look what you've done. That's and what I'm saying. Look what it's, people it's awesome. have done. It's so awesome. the more successes, as you know, with anything in yep. life, the more you realize, yeah, we can do something exactly about exactly. this, and it doesn't just have to be with helping kids with money. It could be helping kids, helping people, helping families with a, a, a multitude of things. And this was a collaboration. I mean, there's probably a hundred. 150 people that donated. This wasn't some mega rich guy donating a check. Mm-hmm. This was, I said, $5 um, donations up to $1,000 donations up to, actually, we had um, um, a bar by my house, Town Square. They gave us $5,000 when they found out about it. So they come up to the bar and they just gave me a $5,000 check, which is just absolutely, the amount of people that stepped up and didn't have to was absolutely amazing. That um, is wonderful. Is that a is that a charitable type of situation too? When people donate money, or? I'm sure I'm sure it could be if I had the the charity it was a 503B or whatever it is set up. I'm sure I'm sure there could be some some sort. At this point, it was just more just trying to get it done, helped out. And I don't think people that were giving money were concerned about you know the tax write off. And, that, and that's my point. I yeah. didn't think it was if they're yeah. just writing a check and you're not signing. I, I it was just out of the goodness. This of their is out of the goodness of the heart. There was no benefit for them whatsoever, other than to. Um, to help, help, help kids again. This help would be great if there are school districts all across Missouri mm-hmm. or in the country. And of in course, we have country, a national yeah. audience listening. If there's a way to go ahead 
and, and do the same type of thing. Uh, and how would you advise somebody do this if they're trying to help out? Just go straight to... To so be honest, man, it's, it's, every district's different. And whenever I initially um, would talk to the person about getting, giving them the money, they seem to be more concerned with how I got the information um, than, uh, they, than they were anything else, which was... How I, did you get the information? Uh, I, I said, Are, I, can I, you I put say a, it? Well, I put a post out there and put me in contact with somebody and somebody in the district, I guess they didn't know they weren't supposed to share that information and shared it. And I'm not going to say the names, obviously. But uh, That was, should be shared. Well, it, yeah, it should be public, it should be public information. Deal? Hell yes. If there's no yeah, names, there's no numbers. You know? It should be very public information. And I don't, I don't know why it is. But the, the first three... Um, three to five minutes of the conversation I had with the guy who gave the check were more him concerned with how I got the information and it kind of got me really frustrated because he tried to give me, well, the, the debt's this, the debt's this. I'm like, no, it's not. Everybody's so worried about getting fired. Well, I know. Oh I'm, like, I'm like, I have the paperwork, sir. I'm not trying to be, yeah. I'm not trying to be an asshole, but you're, you're bold-faced lying to me. Well, that, that, what date? that's probably old. I'm like, no, it's actually of the 19th of this month. So it's pretty, it's pretty recent of when this yeah. is. So I had to get, um, I got a little more firm with him, um, and then um, he called me yesterday to let me know that you no, know, we couldn't do all this. I had to get the board the board approval, which I completely lost my shit. I said, "Hey, I didn't I didn't do this for the board. These kids are hungry. Now you guys are making political. I'm not okay with that. I'm gonna get this done right now." And so I made about ten calls, and I, I lit up Francis House, the school district. I lit up Good like five you. people. <laughs> and then was uh, that yesterday? Yeah, that was yesterday. So I was in I was I was on one yesterday. Then the he said the the uh, superintendent called. And he happened to be on my daughter's bus that morning, which is ironic. But then he called. He was phenomenal. Uh, great dude. He agreed with everything. He said he, he called the meeting immediately when he, when he heard about it. And he guaranteed, he didn't have to send the email to the food, food company to get it starting today, but he mm -hmm. did. Uh, very, very thankful. Is this very grateful. You said this is his first, I think year, his first or year or second year? I think it's first or second year. Cause I remember the, the last the last guy I got into, a, he, he did not like me at all. With, well, it was because with, of masking, The mask right? stuff. With, with kids. Yeah, sure. He didn't like getting called out on actual clinical data. He didn't like seeing that stuff because he sure. was dead wrong. So thank God it wasn't him because me and him, again, don't have the best <laughs> the best rapport. But this guy seemed great. And actually, um, uh, he, he donated to, before this even happened, the superintendent did. He seen it and donated, which he did not have to do that. You know That's what I mean? Wonderful. And so it was pretty wonderful. cool. I don't have a chance to look it up really quick. If anybody knows who the superintendent what is his name? It's Do Kenneth you know? uh, Rompos, I believe his name is. Hey, kudos to Kenneth uh, and, and what he has there. I yeah. mean, school board issues are so, it's a massive issue. There's there's another massive meeting tonight in the Wentzville School District yeah. mm -hmm. where you have school board members who are feel like they're being strong-armed yes. by school board presidents and vice presidents it's, with attorneys to not vote against them. It's mind-boggling. I, I don't problems. get it. And like, there, there was some confusion on my post that the school board... And this was, isn't was a problem with up. Francis Howell. No. I'm bringing up a separate issue. Yeah. With Vince Winsville and what can happen with school boards, because your experience after going through it, everybody is winning was, right now. School board was with great. Francis Every Howell. person I talked talk to, three of people on the school board, and but I'm not hearing all, that in Winsville. They were all no. very much, <laughs> much in agreement and wanted to push for it, and that's why they guaranteed it would pass because they had the, the people I talked to had the majority of the board, and they said it, it's going to pass, no worries whatsoever. It'll be cashed as of Friday. All the debt will be paid for the entire year, and there's there might be a, a few left, a few bucks left over because they said that that balance changes mm -hmm. uh, by the day because people I'm parents sure. come back to school and pay it. S start so a fund. All, all, all that money, like I said, is going to go with to um, people who have a negative balance very very often will help them will help them with that so well, start they, a damn fund right now can they now so do the kids are they still going to get that cheese sandwich no as of today so the, the the superintendent emailed the food company said go ahead and assume those debts are already paid Dude, so i got chills again no, no one no, no one gets turned down food and like i said that's something that's uh we had a conversation about he did not have to go above and beyond and he did that and he did that so kudos to him he that, that's something he didn't have to do they did so that cute little kid with glasses on that's that, that's going up in line that thought they were going to get a cheese sandwich 
sandwiches, actually going to get one of those cool pizza get whatever slices. And oh, the, God bless. These, the stories I heard between parents, <laughs> what they went through, because they knew they didn't have any money in their balance. Oh, so they, they, they just wouldn't go to lunch line because they were so right. embarrassed to get that yeah. food. And having uh, a sixth grader or a fifth grader, like we're, that stuff matters to them. And it they, does and, and they know. And then these, these adults remember it. So why wouldn't these kids remember it? And now right. they don't have to deal with that. Hey, I want to put you on that spot. I mean, you're a hardcore dude. <laughs> uh, you're a tough guy. Could it, how does this make you and your wife feel doing something like this? Um, man, it's just the past few months I've had this overwhelming thing to like, just do more than I'm doing. Obviously, I, I help people for a living. And that's what I do with the, with the hormone side. But this is, a, I have a, a feeling for mo doing more. And uh, I mean, my wife have talked about it. And it's been the past month and a half, two months have been really, really cool because we've been helping. We, we always are pretty charitable anyways. Um, but we've been doing a lot more, being a lot more active and stuff. So it's... Uh, it, it feels good, you know. I, I call it selfishly. Uh, what I call it, selfishly selfless, and I, it's it's it makes me feel good doing that stuff for others. You know what I mean? So I'm doing it for myself, but I'm doing it for others at the same time. Damn, that sounds like a show we should start. It does. That absolutely <laughs> Seriously. does. Seriously, yes. we should yeah, selfishly selfless. Yeah. Uh, wow. and, and taking care of kids, and of course, people. By the way, if you get a people love what you did. By the way, and of they course, I, I know you didn't do this for attention, and you didn't do what you did before with the district regarding the mask for attention. Mm -hmm. I mean, most people don't want attention. I mean, literally, most people are like. Dude, just let's take care of stuff. Let's take care of our well, kids. I have a job. Uh, you know, I, I've, I'm busy as hell, and I got I'm a dad, two kids. You mm -hmm. know, my, my, me, and my wife. You know, I got I'm a I'm a spouse too. So right. uh, the last thing I want to do is take time to do it. Uh, the mask thing took a whole lot more time than I would like to do, but mm -hmm. at the, end, the end result was we got it, we got it, we got it finished, we got it accomplished. Yes. Well, Jeannie's calling you the dude of the year. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> yeah, he is the dude of the year. Jeannie's uh, right. Yeah, and for people who don't know, I mean, you helped out my son too um, when it came to trying to do things and gave me discounts on prices yep. and trying to help me uh, as I was learning and going through that stuff. So I, this isn't a one-time thing because I know you've tried to help mm -hmm. uh, from that standpoint. So I thanked you for that. And of course, Pam's thank you. God has given you a gift to do this. Yes. Uh, who knows? Maybe you've got another project. I mean, this Lord, was, I hope not. My wife will kill me if I got some, <laughs> got some else going on. But you know what? Another project is going to come across your path and oh, you're it, not going to not be and able uh, to like do I it. Like I said, it's, it's one of them things. If I, if I get passion on something, I am... I'm so stubborn with stuff. I can't stop until I get it, until I get it done. That's just how my brain Wonderful. works. So I try not to get myself involved in a whole lot until it's something important because I know how I am and I it's, it takes over my whole my whole life until until I get it done. And so this is one of them things. Luckily that uh, I said the community is phenomenal and my friends and my my friend circle is just absolutely incredible. Um, and like I said, it only took it took a, a week to raise twenty one thousand dollars. So at the end, the kid the kids won and hopefully it helps them out throughout the year and hopefully it gives change the perspective of the school and uh, you know people can help. I mean I got a lot of crap for. This guy cusses too much to do this kind of stuff. He don't look like he would got to do this. Blah 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 blah. It's like, well, maybe you should change, open your bubble a little bit because I cuss right. a lot. You're right, but I give a lot too, so yeah. it's, it's yeah. really okay. Yeah. I, have ta I have tattoos, but I won't bite you. I promise. You know. Well, sometimes the biggest cussers have the biggest hearts too. Well, I mean, like for instance, with with Priscilla's stuff, that guy gives more time and more money yeah. than anyone has even an yeah. inkling of a clue of, and yeah, he cusses he a lot. I mean, he's <laughs> yeah, and he's one of the biggest around that you're going to find. That whole yeah. company with First Form is amazing. What they incredible. do, what they give back, um, one of the best podcast that you're going to hear definitely uh a hall of fame legend podcast that's for sure um hey scott we appreciate you coming in Absolutely, and taking man, the when, me when you have your next deal because <laughs> something's going to hit you because you don't i mean you know how life works man. oh yeah you don't just do this and it's over You've been bitten by the bug to help people. It's gonna. So you're gonna yeah. do something well, else. The amount of message I've got with wanting help, it's like, oh, man, like I want to help everybody. But also, I do have. I have to be a. I have to be a husband and a father. I know. Yeah. Yeah. You have to strike that's, a balance. I, I, exactly. <laughs> that, that that balance thing is very very hard for me. So, mm -hmm. uh, Scott Odie. 
thanks again. Appreciate uh, it, man. And so nobody should donate anymore if they no, hear this. I've, already, I've, I've actually had to return four, four or five Venmos because I said I'm, mm-hmm. we're, we're done doing it. I couldn't take any more money knowing I wouldn't be able to give a sufficient amount of money that I wanted to. So I went ahead to stop that. So no more Venmos, please. Don't need them. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a good problem. Hey, uh, Scott, if people want to learn about you, they can always go to your Facebook page yes. too because you're very active yep. there. Hey, my friend, I appreciate it. Thanks for awesome jumping in today with the show to let Thank us know so what's I, going on. I really appreciate it, guys. Yeah, and thanks to because I get so busy. I'm, sometimes I'm on Facebook, sometimes I'm not. Uh, Logan Thompson, Mike Dickhouse made sure that I yes. knew about this to make sure that we could get you on. Hopefully, Actually, Mike, Mike was one of the guys that donated. I was at his house this past weekend, so he was one of the guys that donated. Uh, local great. St. Louis area people. So hopefully uh, people go check you out, and if you have something else that comes up, they'll know where to find you. I appreciate you guys' time. Thank you so much. All right, Scott Odie. Uh, those are the kind of stories we want to tell when it comes to life. Those are the kind of things that you need to do. Uh, Scott ran into some walls at first, but he didn't stop. He's like, listen, let's try to help some people out uh, from a podcast, from Andy Frisella's podcast. And boom, just like that, a $21,000 tab is paid for all these kids at Francis Howell School District. That is such a beautiful thing. As and an educator, I know you yes, probably... Yes, it just warms my heart. Because when I when I taught, and I taught in the Francis Howell School District very many years ago, and I remember little kids, I you know, I taught kindergarten and first grade, and there was little kids that would go up. And teachers can't always do you know, donate money to the kids. Well, many and they teachers don't know. are already buying their own damn supplies. Absolutely. And they don't know. They send the kids and they're not necessarily aware. And that was one of the things that I noticed. There were kids in my class that went with no lunches. And I would just have Lunchables in a little refrigerator in my room and they knew to take mm-hmm. it. Some kids took advantage of that, but I didn't care. And so my heart is just, gosh, that what a neat guy Scott is. That is huge. And what if a kid forgets a lunch? Think about that. You got good parents yeah. and they're rushing around and the kid doesn't have a lunch and it's literally there is something called lunch shame or lunch shaming especially the littler you are they, the kids are, ah you don't have a lunch you don't have a lunch and a kid that the parents even have the money you literally walk up there with the walk of shame and get your cheese sandwich or you don't eat yeah so if anybody has any other things that are happening uh in the community or you have some efforts that you'd like to see get done or if you didn't let us know uh, reach out to us. We'll try to help you any way we possibly can, uh, at least to get the word out and, Absolutely. and bring it to people, um, you know, not only in the St. Louis metropolitan area, but across the country, because as big as the audience is, and, you know, last numbers we had, I think it was over 500,000 in 30 days, um, half that's in the St. Louis area and half's around the country. Yes. So, um, you know, we can do big things. I mean, you just have to think you can and and start it just like uh, Scott did from that standpoint. Uh, this is Cancel This, canceltheshow.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks and Projo, the fastest two hours in podcasting. That's what we call it because these shows go by fast. Coming up in about 10 minutes, uh, stick with us. We've got T. Dubbo, um, hardcore rapper from St. Louis. He's nationally known. He has a show coming up at the Pops tomorrow night. Uh, love talking with him when it comes to uh, all things in, in life because he grew up in the city and he's real, he's raw, he talks about those issues. Um, we'll get into some of those. And if you have questions to ask when it comes to how he sees it, how the African-American community sees politics or life or things that are happening in music, uh, we can certainly get into all of that as well. It is interesting as well because um, we've seen crime and we've seen deterrence and we know that deterrence are great. They talked about it at the debate last night, but there's video that's making its way around the country right now um, of a woman in Oakland, California, 
being absolutely brutalized, pulled by two men across the street, beaten down. Um, you'll continue to see. I, I've seen the video online, but I didn't see news stations really covering. I think I saw Fox do something with this. Uh, but check out this video, and mm. I, we don't have to play the sound, or, or we. Can, I don't know if somebody's talking over it or not, Joe. Projo, can you just play the video without the sound, or does it all have to be together? I got it muted. Okay, and then you see this is a woman. These are two guys dragging her around. That's awful. Um, thank God, thank God, this is on video. Mm-hmm. Uh, of what's happened this is and if we can play it again that would be helpful too um this video starting and it should get as much attention as possible and when we find out if these two guys have a record and i'm going to go on record and bet that they do doing this kind of stuff and they're not behind bars it just goes to show what these prosecuting attorneys in cities like oakland need to do they need to get more serious and we can continue to play that we're talking about it joe it makes me sick to my stomach to see it but at the same point in time uh yeah this woman being treated like that uh, didn't know if it was a, a robbery yet, didn't know what was happening, but you can see those kinds of things. That video needs to be the hell played out of that mm-hmm. all over this country, and mm-hmm. it needs to be on every network if they're broadcasting because of that going on. Once again, the point being deterrence to crime in our cities and putting people behind bars when they do crap like that. Not only that, but there's when people have rap sheets and continue to get break after break after break after break after break, um, what do you think is going to happen? Well, yeah, it, it's um, we're advertising that we have no one that's going to come and arrest you when you break into a car or you drag a woman across the street. They know no one's coming. They know when you call 911 in big cities, there's nobody at the end of it. You've got police departments saying we are swamped and there is not enough police officers right now. So if your car is broken into, unless it's huge, we're not coming. So you're emboldening the criminals to just come and do whatever they want. It starts off with you know, snatching someone's purse and breaking a window to dragging people across the street. It's it's ridiculous what we're dealing with, and there's no one coming. Well, she was being robbed. She was pistol whipped by the thugs, mm-hmm. uh, which is sad um, that it happened. Young woman right there uh, knocked her to the ground, of course, then grabbed her purse because she wouldn't give it up. Correct. Um, you know, she was holding on to the purse, and then that's what happened. So mm-hmm. then they violently drug her across because she was not giving up her damn purse. Um, but I mean, with the video, um, you know, her name was or Seneca Scott, who identifies himself online as the founder of Neighbors Together Oakland, shared that video. Thank God mm-hmm. that he did. Uh, just in Oakland, there were 33 armed robberies reported just this last weekend. 33 armed robberies in Oakland. That's crazy. And and that's happening and the all mayor's not doing yeah, the mayor's not doing anything. Nothing. Nothing at all. They don't they act like they don't care. And actually many mayors act like that's their expression to being oppressed all these years. They're just acting out how they feel about being oppressed. That's what some of them even say. Do it's, you carry mace? Yes, and I too. Yeah, I, I know. I, I know. I didn't know. I wasn't going to ask you that. I mm-hmm. just, I didn't know if you wanted to let people know that no, you do. No, it's fine. Lizzie's strapped. Yeah. No, it's fine. And and what's interesting about that is the mace, you know what? People are less apt to use the mace because if you're a female and you try to spray it, it then gets back sprayed in your face. So I oh. think- 
So I think, you know, I mean, like you spray it and it gets into your eyes and all of that. So I think women these days that are tired of this crap, you might not want to pull something on them because the packing is going to come out before the mace these days. Mm hmm. Because <laughs> I, because I, if I was somewhere, I don't know that How I would be. How good of a quick. shot are you? Not very. Yeah, but good enough. I'm good enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm good enough. I, pro- I probably, you probably won't be having kids if you have to be a good shot with a 12 gauge. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it, yeah. And all my girls have been taught, you know, and my son too, have all been taught to to handle themselves if you know what i mean they of all course. you come into our house and you're probably not going to leave the same way you came in there if you weren't invited <laughs> uh gd says god forbid we will protect ourselves it was just some video that it just yeah. i don't care what city you're in i mean you've got to have marriage you've got to have prosecuting attorneys who are going to be strong enough on crime where there is a deterrent to try to stop the nastiness, the craziness of the things that are going yes. on. And that also includes the closest city mm-hmm. to where we broadcast from, and that is St. Louis City, um, which is unfortunate when you see this crap going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, tomorrow's our free for all, kind of sometimes paranormal Friday, conspiracy yes. theory Friday. Uh, okay. We've been talking about what happened or possibly happened in Lahaina. Yes. In my, did you show the blue video yesterday when I left? Yes, we did show. Lasers are going to the yes, blue. Yes, we did. We did. Well, and then you guys have been teaching me about the D, the directed energy weapons. Mm-hmm. Yes, and and I it it definitely looks like that. I wasn't there, so I can't prove that it was that. But no matter what, there was purposeful situations that they hurt their people there they either did the direct energy or if it say it is just the electric grid blew up but then you, you, they didn't get water to them they barricaded them in there and the ones that were barricaded in there and didn't break the law and go around they're dead so it's another well, example of how our government hurts you there's a lot of questions that are still yes, there and yes. then when i saw that robocop yeah, the RoboCop. Was talking about, and this is from 1987, <laughs> talking and literally talking about directed energy weapons. And ni- how long have they been around? Long I had, to, I had, to, we, we've got so much that we talk about in the show all the time. I had to squeeze this in here. You had to. Just if you've been watching and you've seen, there's been a lot of talk about directed energy weapons. How did this fire start? None of it makes sense. Blue objects not being burned. Some cars not even touched, yet other cars are totally burned around them. And it was a whole conspiracy theory. Uh, Take a look at this video from 1987. Casey Wong, top story, Santa Barbara. 10,000 acres of wooded residential land were scorched in an instant when a laser cannon aboard the Strategic Defense Peace Platform misfired today during routine startup tests. Casey? Yes, it was a day of mourning for the families of 113 people known dead at this hour. Among them, two former United States presidents who had retired in the Santa Barbara area. A day of mourning for a country. Have we had direct energy weapons, which I just started to hear about recently, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. since 87, that they would be talking about it in a 1987 movie? And all of us are clueless at that point in time going, oh, yeah, whatever. That's not going to happen almost 40 years ago. 
Right. And that's so funny. You watch some of these Hollywood things and some movies. It's like what happened back then is now happening right now. And so they knew. And were these people arrogant enough to say, this is what we're going to do to you? Or did it just give them the idea? But either way, Hollywood was telling us in the 80s and beyond what they were going to do to us. Good point. Jeff says, guys, DEWs or direct energy weapons goes back to the Reagan era with the Star Wars program, yeah. with that defense system, which would make total sense. Yes. So is it, is it that far-fetched to believe that something like this could have actually happened? And chances are that if they were talking about it back then, they had access or the technology years before. So, Correct. Oh, Correct. So, much, so much so that it would make you go, hmm. Hey, if you have time and you feel like it, We'd love to jump in. Do we have our guest here too? Or Yeah, I think our guest just jumped in too. Okay. Hey, can I talk to hey Kev, could you jump in really fast or not? You want to jump in, Kev? Or not? It's totally I would here love to have we Kevin, asked, I would love And then we'll have T Dub come in right after. I'd want to ask Kevin a couple questions really quick. Kevin Malutnik, the owner of Strategic Air Services, we asked him to come in. He had a late night. Um, we've always we're always talking about how great strategic <laughs> care services is. There's no busier man than Kevin. He's literally here at the hangar 24/7. He was at the debate last night, and before we got to T double, I was wanting to ask him. Lizzie and I thought it was so cool. Not everybody gets to go to a debate. Uh, Kevin, good morning. Thank you for jumping in. Good morning. Hey. Kevin, I want your life. I said that last night when I saw that on Facebook. Be careful. Pictures. Be careful what well, you wish well, for. You don't I, want it this morning. Well, yeah, no. I mean, it was like, you are such a hard worker. You really are. And you've created such a great thing. But you play hard and you work hard. You're just, you're, you and your family is just, gosh, you're just so cool. I said, when well, I grow up, I want to be I want to be Kevin and Brandy. Well, thank you. But it's been... Uh, ooh, what a whirlwind last night, man. Yeah. I, you went to the debate. You had a chance there. You guys flew in. You came back. What were your thoughts? What was that whole experience like? So Milwaukee is not a busy place. And when we landed, I felt like I was at the Super Bowl. There were more private jets on the hmm. on, on the airport than I've ever seen in what, Milwaukee. Donors? <laughs> it was all the packs, I think. Yeah, I hear you. Um, so we landed, went to the debate. Um, there was a little party beforehand, a little cocktail party for the Trump um, group and we got our invite through um, actually a, a guy who has been with many administrations his name's Kent Gray he's out of Springfield, Illinois uh, he was with the Trump administration he was with the Bush, he was all the way back to to um, Bush's dad so he's been doing this for a long time I find that interesting, there was a, a Trump contingent there even though he wasn't there yeah, so <clears throat> The, uh, they wouldn't let most of them into the debate. Um, what? But the supporters lined up outside the gate. And as you're walking in, you have your credentials on, and uh, they're, they were all chanting, welcome to the uh, VP tryouts. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the VP tryouts. Yeah. yeah, that's good. That's good. I love it. Um, the debate, was. I've never been to a debate. It was, I felt like I was sitting in history. Yeah. Um, it was uh, really, really, really interesting and cool. For the most part, everybody in there had one person that they were pulling for. Okay. So when they would talk, they would, it, it, it was like, it was like you're sitting in uh, the house when the Republicans are talking and they stand up and then the Democrats, 
Um, the only thing that was consistent is when they would talk about Trump, the whole place would go crazy. <laughs> That's very telling. The like, cra- like crazy, like crazy, cheering. Like good crazy. Okay. Good crazy. Um, they had to quiet everybody down when um, I can I can never say his name right. Vivek. Yeah. Vivek. Yeah. Uh, made the comment that Trump was the best president in the 21st century. The place erupted. Yeah, we heard that. <laughs> uh, the only time the place erupted more is right before the debate started when. Donald Jr. and KG walked in. Okay. There was a standing ovation. Wow. wow that is awesome. There wasn't yeah. a spotlight on them, was there? No. Was well, it was before. But people started to people see People just saw them walk through, um, which I thought was kind of sad afterwards that they weren't allowed into the spin room. I don't know if you know I, I did that. hear that. Yeah. We didn't talk about that. I, I don't know why. They were, is it because Donald he, didn't, he didn't go to come. the debate? Yeah. Yeah. So they didn't allow him in the spin room. Yeah. I did see that. How long, did, how long were you guys actually inside the facility? So doors opened at uh, 4. You had to, be, had to have your credentials and be in the building by 5.30. You had to be in your seat by 7. And it started at 8. Was it easy to uh, get in and get out with your uh, planes, with all those planes there? Yeah, there was just... Um, I got a text from the pilots towards the end of it and said there's 27 departures at the exact same time so hurry up and get here so we're not sitting for hours and we rushed and and got there and one of the first ones to take off but there were lines and and by the way you guys are still open for all business we promote you guys on a daily basis what's the best way people can get in contact with you and the company to learn about flying i would say just our our website strategicairservices.net strategicairservices.net it's on our website as well hey dude we appreciate you jumping in today with us no problem i'm going to tell you the next uh the next debate's going to probably be stronger i think there'll be fewer people um the one surprise for me i guess two surprises was how um i think vivek was a little stronger than what people expected okay uh maybe a little too strong in some aspects Mm -hmm. but uh nikki haley really did a really phenomenal job uh somebody made a comment they thought when her and vivek were going back and forth at each other they thought she was gonna lamb over her knee and spank him for a while (laughs) i know (laughs) i I made fun of her earlier for that too i I did the same thing i was like okay okay i gotcha yeah Uh, that's good hey man thank you uh, for jumping and giving us the update that's awesome kevin malutnik the owner of strategic air services once again strategicairservices.net um Give them a call. Look up their website. Um, you guys may be shocked in regards to what you can find uh, when it comes to flying private. That is a history type of situation. That is. That, is, that would have been so cool. Even if you already know that you are going to vote for Donald Trump, that would be just history in the making to sit there and be around all that. And that was something I hadn't known exactly what happened outside the front. The people were chanting for the VP. That's, That's great that, that he came in and hey, told us that. Hey, Projo, is T-Double here yet? He's not. Alex walked in. Okay. I thought, okay. I thought okay. he might have been T.W., but he doesn't look anything like T.W. No, that's all good. I just wanted to make but, sure. But he probably we has his about. hat backwards, though, but right? seriously. Yes, I he mean, does. Okay, well, that's why. <laughs> but here's the problem with the whole debate situation. If you're a supporter of DeSantis or Haley or yeah. Remiswamy, and you, you already know, you see this big wave. Yes. You kind of already know the contest is over. Correct. And it's almost as if you're hoping that something bad happens to Trump. Oh, you know they are. And I know that sounds 
bad but to say are. that you hope something bad happens. Yes. But they hope he goes to jail. They hope he goes to jail. And there's Republicans thinking of that because they want their candidate to get in. Here's the bigger picture. You may not like Trump and you might want whoever this is that you want. But you know what? If they can come after Trump for this little bit of BS, they're coming for you. They're coming for you too. They really are. So people have to, you know, like just what you said earlier when I said I wanted to be Kevin when I grew up, we need to be careful what we wish for. I don't know if anybody knows how much you have to donate to get invited to a Trump dinner. Let us know. Aaron from the comment line wanted to know that. I have no idea. Kevin got to go to the debate last night with a group of people because of um, a, a contact yes. that they had. So they were able to go and witness that. Oh, yeah, there you oh, go. Oh, there it is. There it is. That's what one of the media passes looks Looked like. like. Yes, that Kevin had that last night. Yeah, it looks like it was, if it has a, a one on it, so it was probably a good section to see everybody yeah. come in. That Yeah, that's Kevin and his wife, um, Steve Chapa, and his wife, Ashley. Um, they were there last night enjoying um, the debate. How fun. Uh, so, yeah, it's cool to see those pictures when you get a chance to... To head there in in those planes, and yeah, if you see twenty seven planes lined up, you you probably want to get out. Yeah, yeah, I think you want to get out for <laughs> like, sure. Like, oh my lord. Yes. Um, Mary says, if Trump can win the election to become president of the United States, I am all in for him. So that's interesting, and I, and I guess that was in regards to her maybe liking somebody else or hoping that somebody else was going to win. Correct. I, I don't know. Correct. And and no matter who was at the debate last night, there's several of them I do not like. If Trump, for whatever reason, didn't get in, I would vote for one of them. They just wouldn't be my first pick. It's you know I'm not going to vote. Definitely not going to vote for anybody that would be the same voters that would vote for you know our president right now. So and, and by the way, I know this is off topic, and I mean our listeners and viewers may not care. Why is Alex here? Did or did I miss something? Did I thought you not we forget moved, what we're doing. I after thought the we show? moved. I thought we moved the date. No, I I I thought it was. Was today. I supposed to bring a shirt? It was today. Was yeah. I supposed to bring my cancel this shirt? You know what? I couldn't find my cancel shirt. Cancel There's one shirt in the closet. I don't yeah. have one. Yeah, I've got my cancel hat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. Yeah, we'll have to wait and Maybe see. Maybe Derek is listening and can bring us some. Oh, well, he gave us all the shirts that he had already. He did. He did. Uh, this is cancel this, cancel this show.com. I'm Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks and Projo. Another story that I wanted to get out there today, guys, and I think it's important to cover. Uh, we've gone through uh, quite a bit and jumping around and covering things is did you see, uh, and this blows my mind, 14 U.S. cities have signed the World Economic Forum, the WEF Treaty, to do away with meat, dairy, and private cars by 2030. Has anybody heard about this? I've heard it, but I didn't. I, I've only heard rumors of it, but I've not heard it for sure. Do you have the list of what the cities I, are? I, I do have the list of the cities. I, you know it's coming. You know, I mean, there's people that we know don't mind eating like plant-based Here's what food. I don't understand. The WEF has no jurisdiction over the United States, as far as I'm concerned. Why do we keep going with this? Well, here's the thing. I mean, you've got a, a group saying, you've got a website saying it's false. You've got another one saying mm -hmm. it's true. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to figure it all out to see, okay, what's true, what's not true. Um, they have a target date of banning meat, dairy, and private vehicles by 2030. That's And that came from the Federalist.com because they were talking about the future of urban consumption mm -hmm. and how important all of this is. 
Um, St. Louis is not one of those cities. Um, once again, the city that's closest, but all the like New York, L.A., Chicago, um, Orlando uh, was on the list as well. It's just interesting when you see some of this stuff start yes. to get put out there and you're like, wait a second. Well, you know, and with that going on and with the World Economic Forum and the globalization of our country, we have got to band together. And like Troy was saying, this is going back to what we were just talking about. Everyone needs to pull together for Trump and not throw away their votes on a 6% candidate. And that goes for what you're talking about, Vic. We, they're coming at us hard, with hard, even with our food, our vehicles, all of it. And we need to be, band together to just say no. Just say no. Uh, it is. Uh, there's. I know. It just. And you can look it up. As we always tell, we tell people just to check it out. I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. But uh, there's so many issues that go on in our local communities to try to take care of. Instead of worrying about banning food, banning cars, right? Banning food and cars <laughs> and everything else. This is cancel this cancel the show. Vic Faust with Lizzie Sparks and Projo in the house. Uh, we're getting things set up. Um, very excited to have, and we've had him on with us before. Um, we'll call him a friend of the show, social media friend. Dude, I love to see you smile. That's I like cool it. You smile. I do. Everybody say that. It is. Yeah, and, you and got we'll a turn great smile. Thank you. The Thank last you. time you were in here, I don't think you smiled as much. Probably not. You're probably nervous. Like, who are these people? Nah, it, it wasn't that. I think uh, I hadn't had much sleep. Oh, okay. Well, I that, got that'll so do I, it. That'll I've do been it. relaxed the last two weeks, so I, I feel quite rested. Uh, Good. Hey. Viewers, listeners of canceltheshow.com, this is T Double in the house. Good to have you back in house. Uh, you got a big event coming up tomorrow night at Pops. Tell us about it. First of all, I guess reintroduce yourself to everybody. Let them know who you are, what you do, and um, why people seem to like what you're doing, your art. For sure. Uh, first and foremost, my name is T Double uh, from St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, I'm an artist organizer revolutionary i like to say both of those because you can be an organizer and not be revolutionary and you can be a revolutionary and not be an organizer uh i, I tend to take pride in both as well as being a, a prominent hip-hop artist here in the city so yeah talk about uh what kind of uh hip-hop you play what what's behind your music what's behind uh the inspiration that you put together absolutely uh, well i mean of course you know falling in love with the genre at first it was you know pure competition i wanted to be the best um just sharpen my tools if you, like michael jordan said and so many other greats said I'm, I'm not here to be number one i mean i'm not here to be number two i'm here to be the best so uh it, it started initially just falling in love with hip-hop with the art of being able to put words together and and formulate those sentences and and say some amazing witty things and, and ultimately it turned into more so of a uh uh, a spiritual thing for me, uh, you know, telling my story, talking about my community, talking about the politics that's going on in my community, things that I saw in the world, things that I wanted to see differently in the world, and uh, just really being a messenger of, and a, a voice for those who, who couldn't speak for themselves. How can people find, uh, what's the best way for people to find uh, your music, your art? How can they find that right now? Just search T-Dubbo uh, on any, any platform, uh, T-D-U-B-B-O, whether that's Google, whether that's Apple Music or any of the many uh, streaming platforms or services, whatever you type it in, it's going to come up for sure. In my humble opinion, uh, some of the best rap artists that we've ever had uh, in this world, Thank I don't you. care if you're uh, looking around, you're great, your stuff is good, my son knew about you, your experiences are part of who you are. They For make sure. who you are. There, that becomes a part of your art. Um, 
you know, some of the best rappers we've had too over the years um, talk about, rap about what's real, the raw emotion, the, the way that you grew up. You didn't have some very nice cookie cutter upbringing even into your early adult years either. Not at all. Um, and that's not uncommon. Uh, tend to be cliche sometimes in rapper stories, but in reality of, of growing up in St. Louis in the inner city, uh, especially being a young black male, typically you're going to have those those same variables that we've come so accustomed to that have become normal that that aren't normal, uh, but it, it has become our normal here in this city. Can you talk a little bit more about that? When you came in, I thought you were so refreshing because here's the thing. We... we People say, well, talk's cheap. Things have to start with talk before there has to be action. If there's no action, then the talk becomes cheap. But right. you have to start with the talk. Um, I thought you were refreshing because we had conversations. You're like, listen, I grew up here. He's like, let's talk. We'll talk issues. We'll talk conservative issues. We'll talk liberal issues. Uh, you were all on board for Tashar Jones. You were all on board for Kim Gardner. Uh, we talked back and forth about some things. And what people who don't live in the city Maybe people who are white don't understand black issues in the city because you've never lived in the communities. You've never dealt with certain things. Um, we agreed to disagree on some issues. Uh, since you were last on, Kim Gardner ends up quitting office. Right. Did that shock you? No, I didn't. Um, I kind of either felt that that was coming or, you know, they were going to basically the state was going to in invoke the law that hasn't been used in God knows how long. And uh, but you get, supported get her, her when she first came into office. But then you weren't a big supporter, if I remember correctly. Absolutely. And, and again, like we, we talked about it, you never really know what po politicians are going to do until they get their seat, because everybody runs on a platform and say, I'm going to fix this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to give every baby a million dollars. And then it never happens. So uh, absolutely. I was supportive. Because one, she was a black woman who understood what we dealt with, what she said she understood what we dealt with in regards to how the law and the predatory policing system and predatory criminal justice system here in St. Louis uh, evokes uh, and, and removes rights and freedoms uh, from black youth. So I definitely supported that, um, but ultimately starting to see uh, the lack of, of how that work actually benefited our community. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to call it out, and I'm, I'm going to be honest. I'm not going to overlook it, no matter who it is. Now, you called her out. You also called out Tashara Jones. You were a big supporter of hers, but maybe not as much anymore. For sure. And, and that, that comes with conversation and hoping to work. And nobody's perfect. You know, nobody's perfect. We're all human. So a lot of people, we get in these positions and we want to do the right thing. And everybody's in our ear trying to guide us to do this and do that. And uh, sometimes we make the wrong decision. And I'm all open for a conversation uh, in, in regards to sharing my expertise and things that we know work. Because there are things out there that work. Uh, the system has to be open to having those conversations and taking that, that, that those suggestions and that advice. And we're talking with a super, super talented rapper, T-Dubbo. If you don't know about him yet, check out his stuff on social media t dubbo uh he has a concert tomorrow night at pops what what's the time for that and are there any other acts with you absolutely uh the show begins at 8 p.m uh i think it's over by 1 a.m uh, we got Tef Poe on there, who is also another godfather of the underground scene here from St. Louis. Probably one of the most successful independent artists that we've ever had. Uh, kind of set the precedent in regards to the blueprint uh, to how to be a successful independent artist in this region. So Tef Poe is on the show. Kizzy, who used to go by Ray the Kid, he had a regional smash hit called Shine. Turned down several deals. Like, if, if you out in the urban scene and in hip-hop, you know who Ray the Kid is. You know who Kizzy is, for sure. And then there's a few more other uh, that are listed. And then we got some surprise acts coming through as well. Like I, I'm not allowed to say their name. You just see them when they come out.
It's it's fun to hear Pops when you talk about uh-huh. it again too. Have you done a show over there at Pops? Yeah, me and Pops always do good business. Uh, every major hip hop artist that has come through there nine times out of ten, I've opened up for them. Whether it was the Locks, whether it was Cameron, uh, whether it was uh, any of the, the Slaughterhouse guys, Joe Budden, even up to some of the major acts. Uh, Dave, Dave East, uh, T.I., so on and so forth. So I've opened up for almost every major hip-hop artist that, that have come through Pops, whether that was through a Mike Judy production or Justin Little Black Market production. How do you put together a song, man? How does that happen? Seriously, uh, <laughs> do you just sit there, you're like, hey, man, it's a Sunday, it's a Saturday, I'm, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write? Or how does it happen? It's just things that I see and how I feel. It. I mean, it just it just turns that way. I don't, I don't know what it is. It's just I, I was actually on my way here and uh, probably about five minutes after I got off the highway, I start writing on the way here. It's just something that hit me and I just had to get it out. So it's just different experiences that I go through, things that I see, uh, things that I see other people go through or, or things that I want to see changed or I just want to talk about. You know, I'm just I'm just an artist at heart. Hey, what do you want to see change? Because I think this is so important to have this conversation when you get somebody who's not afraid to be honest and be direct and do it in a in a conversational way, not yelling at somebody. Um when you talk about police and predatory situations, people from the county, St. Louis County, St. Charles County, Jeff go like, oh, yeah, right. He doesn't get it. And you heard that. And right. you know that. And that's real. And I love, so I love to have honest conversations. If people are ripping the city and saying that there needs to be more police and more deterrence, why do you say there doesn't need to be that way when we see how much crimes in St. Louis City? In Oakland, we showed video. In Chicago. Right. I mean, why not? Is there an answer? Yeah, I mean, people just got to look at the numbers, you know, and I, and I said this on the last show, you know, per capita, per population, we have more police in St. Louis City than Manhattan. Manhattan has 8 million people. So it's not the, the fact that we need more police. We just need more effective and efficient uh, policing system that actually works. The system that we have here in regards to policing in this region, it doesn't work. We can have a million cops out on the street. But if people are still poor, people are still miseducated, people are still being oppressed by the system, people well, don't feel a lot of the safe situation. walking out their house and they have to, at 17 years old, you have to carry an illegal weapon because if you walk to the corner and you get shot, not only by somebody in the community, but by a police officer, because here in St. Louis, Missouri, being a black man, you have 10 times the chance of being murdered by a police officer but than police anybody being murdered by anybody else around police the nation. aren't shooting black youth here in St. Louis? It happens all the time. A young man last week just got shot in the back three times what was, while we with his children. What was he doing? Do it, was, it was, I, I, I'm trying to remember the situation. All I, can, all I can speak of is what the community said. According to the mother of his children, he was on the way to take them somewhere. He, they were in, the, in his car and he was stopped due to, I mean, I don't know what the situation but was. But I do think we also, unless there's video... Because we also it's, had it's a, a Facebook live video. Yeah, you need video. And for if sure, there's that sure. video that shows it, then hell yes. But, but look, to play devil's advocate, sometimes that video doesn't help our case. For instance, uh, Philando Castile, I was who, just who was shot up. with his hands up, explained to the officers he was complying. He said, hey, I'm a legal registered gun owner. I have my conceal and carry. My weapon is in the glove box. Okay, sir, give me your ID. No problem. Bow. Shot live on the video. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's, it's not the fact that that they're even afraid of being recorded is is just predetermined uh, biases and sometimes it's the training. What do you want to see happen? You say you write about sometimes and you sing about uh, and rap about things that you want to see change. What needs to be changed in a community like St. Louis, uh, for example? I think true equity for everybody and opportunity. But how you know? do you? But how do you do that, man? That that comment. 
it's, it's, it's money for wide it. reaching. It's money for it, you know. And and like like my man said last time, like we just got a bunch of money for the Rams. We just uh-huh. got a bunch of a bunch of money, ARPA dollars, uh, for health, but was positioned to help combat gun violence. The problem is a lot of the times there's money and work available to fix these issues we just have a lot of organizations and old guard in place that continue to do the same thing repetitively that doesn't work but that's in the black community too it's in every community but i mean it's in every community the nonprofit world is dirtier than a drug game right i, I say, I say this all the time yes and you're absolutely right there is money to fix this problem and we have um you know someone that comes in on the show once a month and she taught we do a girl power show and she's also african-american and she says the same thing i don't know if you're politically on the same she's conservative she, she's conservative but she's telling she says the same thing it's, that it's I'm the saying. Yeah. The, the exact same thing, that if you don't fix the root of the problem, it doesn't matter. The crime is going to happen. You exactly. have to get to the root of the problem. And why do you think they're not doing it? Is it just money? Is it because they don't want to give it up? Or what do you think? Is it dad's not in the home? That, it's, it's, a, it's a plethora of issues. Um, definitely the lack of resources, for sure. Um, the schools aren't, aren't, aren't populated with resources as they should. They don't get the support from the state and from the city that they should. Um, the communities as a whole lacking opportunity, lacking educational resources, lacking resources in general and opportunities. Uh, it's easier to get a gun in a black community than it is to get a book. You have to get on a bus and travel through several different sections before you can get to a library that's close enough to your house or get to a proper because grocery store. people just store. have guns in wherever they have them, and it's just easy. Yeah. I mean, it's it, America. You can get a gun easier than a book anywhere, no matter what community you're in. But um, this, this typically, like in our community, it's easier to access nonsense versus it is to access things that'll help you. And the, the city government, the state government, are supposed to be supplying those resources, supplying those opportunities, and they aren't. Our, our leadership is failing, not just in the black community, but it's failing across the spectrum. Look right. at everything that's going on in this country. So yes. a lot of people may sit and, and you know, stay idle and say well i'm doing fairly okay so things are fine but look at how our middle class has been wiped out mm-hmm. completely it's slowly mm-hmm. getting there you know so it is. No, it's, it is it's, this out. is not no longer just an issue that's affecting our community and until all of us as a, as a united front stand and say okay our government is failing us in totality yes these issues won't stop and that is going to slowly continue to trickle up to the people who are a little bit more comfortable until that comfort de- begins to disintegrate but T.W., why, why won't St. Louis City, uh, now they don't put an initials on the people anymore in regards to Republicans or Democrats or independents. There's just names that are listed right, right. now. Why won't St. Louis elect somebody that may have more of a conservative ideal when it comes to business or conservative ideal? Is everything that jaded? We've done things the certain way for so long, and St. Louis has gotten worse, not better. So this this is the problem with that. A lot of times... Con- people that are conservative that have great and brilliant business minds and they, they, yeah. they have no idea about the culture of the yeah but there's black conservatives the Demi- there that grew up in in or i say conservatives but black businessmen who can't get they can't even get any sort of a, a basis in the city i agree but they also don't truly understand what the average black american in in st louis city is dealing with they don't understand the culture don't understand the life never dealt with any of those issues they they weren't 14 years old walking out seeing one of their best friends shot they don't know how to deal with that trauma or how to overcome that the average person can't even overcome that last year i I had two friends in december four days apart that committed suicide now to me i i grew up in the inner city 
North City, St. Louis. I was used to going to funerals of people dying to gun violence, meaning someone else harming them. I had never experienced two friends taking themselves out. So that was something that hit me in a, in a way that I didn't know how to process that. I'm still trying to recover from it. One of my friends, his birthday was just this past weekend, and that entire day I was in complete shambles because I had never experienced it. I didn't know how to process it. So when you have somebody coming to take a platform to say, all right, I'm going to represent you, and I'm going to fix all your issues and you have never experienced it how can you do so yeah but you but but the city and the people haven't haven't experienced what this other person has experienced either from the positive side i agree so why not give somebody else a shot why not if you do what you've always done aren't you going to kind of get what you've always got sometimes on the other side of the spectrum isolate themselves as well sometimes Mm -hmm. conservatives isolate themselves so instead of uh, having some empathy for the situation and trying to understand why certain people take the route that they take they just attack it oh you need to throw the criminals in jail oh if you're bad send them away from life not understanding the situation and looking at the stats if you're a great businessman you can look at the numbers and say okay we have the highest recidivism rate in the nation our jails aren't working that's not going to stop crime our police the more police hiring that's not going to stop crime so if you're a great businessman use that business sense in every asset of the problem break Mm -hmm. that down studying and learning and say even if you got to reach out to criminology department Departments in Harvard and all these different places that study states with high levels of gun violence and you come and say, you know what, none of the things we've done has worked. Let's put together a plan and start to implement some different things to see how we get a positive effect. If that doesn't work, let's move on to the next issue because constantly just doing the same things over and over again and we're constantly butting heads. It's not working for anybody. Well, and, we're, and we are definitely butting heads and you know what I think is interesting and tell me what you think about this. When I was a kid and I lived in North County and the move out to St. Charles County and I remember my parents saying that the DSEG program was literally ruining the black communities. Now tell me what you think about that. The communities, why would you want a kid to get on a bus, drive, you know, 45 minutes where one of your parents can't come and get you because they're working on the other side of the bridge? My parents said way back then that that was the destruction of of the black community and my dad back in the day was a police officer in the city and Mm so we love the city I have two of my kids now living in the city and what is your opinion do you think that and that was white liberals who Mm -hmm. did that not white conservatives white liberals in my opinion and my dad's opinion back there ruined black communities what do you think about that um I think it's two sides to every coin. Mm-hmm. I also was a participant in the DSEG program, and I think I turned out all right. So, um, you, li- so you liked it? So you went out of your own community? I liked it, and I didn't like it at okay. the same time. Okay. Um, but the destruction of black community, that's a little far-fetched. I mean, we we talking about skipping over the fact that the government put crack in the neighborhood and so on and so forth. They, so oh, the same thing. So to say yes, destruction, yes. Uh, absolutely not. But um, uh, I think depending on the family, Mm -hmm. It could have been harmful. And depending on the family, it could have been successful. There's families that I know that have had generations of children participate in the DSEG program. And even though it's done now, if those parents graduated from that district, they would still allow their children to graduate from their district. And in regards to that, those children got some better opportunities. They didn't go to schools where, you know, they had to worry about trying to 
hide a gun outside the building because right. they didn't know if they would feel safe walking home. See, most of the time in our community, we don't bring guns to school to hurt somebody at school. It's the fact that we're not safe in our neighborhoods after school. That's such so, a great point. Yeah, you know, that is so a great point. Th- them being out, you know, and they're getting a, a better one. I mean, let's be honest. And I, I love the St. Louis school system. I've, I've been rooting and supporting it. I love some teachers that are involved in that. But we got to be honest about the situation. Other districts have better educational opportunities. They have better sports systems for people that want to participate mm-hmm. in sports. They It's just a different plethora of opportunities that can help you grow. Not to mention being around those different cultures. If you find circles that actually accept you for who you are, because there's still biases, prejudices, and racism outside in those districts. If you find a circle that truly accepts you and supports you, you're going to have friends for life. You're also going to learn about different cultures, which ultimately help you grow as a human being. So my small stint in the DSEG program mm-hmm. absolutely helped me in regards to being able to bridge gaps and to communicate with people on different levels. But it's also families where it did hurt. AT Double, before we let you go today, where do you want to go with your rapping career? What are your goals? I want to be the best. Um, that's what, my goal. So <laughs> what's how how does that how does that happen? You keep doing what you're doing. Absolutely, you keep, I, I keep doing what I'm doing. Uh, I keep speaking for my community, and of course, ultimately, I want to be successful. I want to be to not only be able to take care of my family from what I'm doing, but I want to be able to provide opportunities and use the musical platform to make sure I can open up a lot of doors. So we don't have to depend on people who don't want to give the funding for these programs. I can fund them myself, like we've done in the past. Sometimes I can open up these doors. I can provide job opportunities. I can save some lives. Or what I'm trying to do. That's ultimately what I want what to do. You, what do you hear about, what do you think, gosh, I had another question. I'm sorry, I had to ask. Um, no, go ahead. What about, we hear rappers on social media talk about rappers having to sell their souls, sell all kinds of things yeah. uh, to make it in the business. And that wouldn't, that'd be the same for an actor, it'd be the same for somebody. S- same for like, anybody, any, what, any industry. What is that industry, like, what does that mean? You have to sell your soul and, uh, you know, you have to, so to speak, get in bed with these record producers. and It's, it's the same as any industry. Uh, depending on who you are, they may test and see if you have moral flexibility. I don't have moral flexibility. I stand on principle. I'm not willing to sacrifice my beliefs or my my morals uh, for opportunity in regards to advancement in business. I'm not willing to do that. Now, there are some people that are willing to do that, no matter what industry, whether it's entertainment, whether it's, it's sports, whether it's media, whether it's the regular business world. Some people will do that. I'm not willing to do that. And that, that, and that regard is going to take me a little longer than it would take somebody else. But I'm fine with it. Hey, is the best way to get tickets to Pops tomorrow night for your show at 8 o'clock? Is it online? Is it at the door? It's online or you can come to the door. There's, there's no jumping price if you go to the door. We, we keep it straight through. What's the uh, website or where should people go? Do they just uh, go to a you Pops website? you go to PopsRockSTL.com, you should see a link for the tickets. ATW, man, we love you. Thanks for coming up today. For sure. I appreciate y'all for having All me right. anytime. Anytime we can help produce. Cancel this, you hear me? <laughs> and you know what? They were like, you know, he needs to do a cancel this rap. So think about that the next time you come. I got y'all. You do? I got okay. y'all. You know okay. what? Yeah. We'll play it, promote it, give you yeah. the credit. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll figure something out with that. I love the idea. I do, too. We do, too. And we need, like, some music that goes with our show instead of, you know, what we have. So Me, me and my wife just had a, a beautiful baby girl. So g- give me uh, two weeks. I got y'all. Hey, how, how old's your daughter now? She's two weeks. Oh, yeah. God bless you. That's awesome. What's her name? Zuri. All right. God bless Zuri. For sure. Thank hey, you. Hey, we need to have T-Dubbo talk with your son-in-law. Yes, yes. About because her son in law is an African American mm-hmm. who is a rising star in the Republican Party. Okay. But talks about in the state of Missouri, but talks about the difficulties of crossing over. 
and working with Democrats. That is, in the that state is a of difficult Missouri. thing. Yeah. It's very difficult because the Democrats not going to want to talk to him strictly because he's Republican. And then some Republicans may not accept him because of his skin color. So he's a, he's a very brave soul. Tell him I love to have a conversation with yeah, him. Yeah, he would love to talk to you, too. He's a great he's a great young man. That would be at T-Dubbo. You catch him tomorrow night. Pops. You hear yeah. me? 8 yeah. p.m. Love and life there. Thanks again for coming in, my man, sure. and being honest you. and keeping things real and raw and honest, as you always do. Uh, Pack show today, guys. We appreciate it. Uh, if you get a chance, go in there. Uh, people are saying congratulations to you, T-Dub, all over our chat line. Uh, congratulations and blessings to you and your family. Uh, okay, guys, we're packed tomorrow. Uh, Eric Johnson back in joining us. Free for all Friday. We'll see what we can get when it comes to the... Uh, free-for-all the conspiracy yes. maybe paranormal it's what we do on fridays we have a lot of fun doing that pro joe busy day my Woo! man <laughs> all right pro joe pro joe for Big. pro joe uh we got lizzie sparks in house alex mccart and his marketing crew are here with cameras i forgot yeah. my damn shirt i'm Vic faust <laughs> I don't have my damn shirt either. Guys, uh, thanks for joining us today. Remember to like, subscribe, share the show. Derek Pratt in studio as well. Uh, it's a busy day here at Strategic Air Services. Uh, Vic Faust. Okay, guys, have a great day. Woo. That does it for the August 24th there you podcast. Go.